Y'all are finished, man. We were spamming late. That's crazy. Bro, late again. It's a 60 second late. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> it's not even it's not even 60 seconds. Until, it, until seconds. it hits until it hits 801, that's when you guys can say late. But until yeah. then, we're still in the eight o'clock minute. So relax. relax. <laughs> Look, where are the real eaters at? We are here now. Don't worry about y'all. <laughs> Someone said Mo was late to homeschool. <laughs> oh can my you goodness. off rip again? <laughs> fire it up, fire it up. That's the 801. Y'all want a knuckle sandwich? Go to hell. <laughs> That's a referral. Y'all are young as shit. It's a referral. <laughs> y'all exposing yourselves. That's hilarious. What's up, y'all? We're back. <laughs> as you see by the timeline, I'm not timeline, oops, by the title, we're going to put every NBA team's best player into a tier list. I put who I think is the best player beforehand, so maybe we'll have some debates where I change some names out. But, you know, the top 30 players that are leading each team are going to be put into a tier list. Before that, you know what we got to do. We got a lot of news stories to talk about. Donovan, what's on your yes, mind lately? What's a news story on your mind? I have no idea. Um, let's see. Oh, something that I thought was just funny was Grant Williams talking today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, I just think that like seeing Grant Williams out in the wild, whether if it's him just like talking or interacting with anybody, it's always just very funny, and it just comes up in a weird way. But he was saying how, you know, he's, he's in Charlotte now and he's like, you know, it's great to, he said, it's, it's great to get a win for the city, play for the jersey that's across your chest, not on your back. Everybody touched the ball, a team that never played practice together. Every single person seemed like they had each other's back, seemingly throwing shots at Luca. Yep. For the situation that he just came from. How do y'all feel about this? What does he mean by playing for the city? Like on your the name on he's your saying, he's, he's, saying, he's saying like like you play you play for the city you play for the team rather than like your uh, name for one person. Okay. He's saying it's we he's over team that. over here, but over there Luca wants his motherfucking stats. That's what he's saying. Yeah, and what I've come, I'll tell y'all what I think about it before before we get to y'all. A lot of the times, the people who are like guys, we have to pass the ball, are the guys that suck and can't get a buck themselves. <laughs> right? If you could get seventy. You would, and I promise you, you wouldn't pass as much as you think that you would. And so for Grant Williams, like, I understand, right? It probably was a little bit frustrating. There was a lot of conversation about how, uh, you know, he rode a lot of people the wrong way in Dallas and the vibes just weren't great there. And so he's in a new situation. It feels fresh. I get it, right? You instantly throw the sub. But again, if he was playing the way that they thought he was going to play, he wouldn't be in Charlotte in the first place. He would still be a Dallas Maverick, so. Yeah, this, I this bet it's just, tough whenever you're asked to stand in the corner and shoot threes and you make like 29% of those threes. I bet it's yeah. tough when you're supposed to be the go-to defender at the four and you get cooked every game. I bet it's tough when you have to make plays off the catch and attack closeouts, but you dribble like the Nassus every game. Like, I'm sure it's tough when you don't fit this role because your skill sets aren't at the part of the season like they hoped. I imagine it's not fun at all when you have all the type of microscope playing next to a great player and you can't hold up your end of the bargain. Like, it's not like he was done some great crime by putting into this role. That's the role you should be in the NBA. That's you. That's you everywhere you go. Yeah, nah. This is embarrassing. I mean, Grant Williams, for the type of player that he is, or at least he tries to be, it's just, like, so nasty in on, on all levels. And it's embarrassing, bro. But I hope he has a better life and has a better playing career in Charlotte. No one will be watching. You have low expectations. If anybody's watching Charlotte, it's strictly because of Lamelo whenever he comes back and also Brandon Miller. 
but this is gross. <laughs> Somebody in the chat is begging for an Isaac Rose today. Is today the day I get it? So they're going to call me an, an elf and shit? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, I guess so. Listen, it has to happen naturally, though. We gotta, I know, we gotta, you gotta force it. You gotta, I gotta need it. Someone said I got a Squidward nose. Not bad. Good start. Oh, before but, they even try to wait, before they try to roast you, Isaac, y'all need to go ahead and focus on what's going on in the stream. We have 78 likes right now. What is wrong with all you guys? That is embarrassing. Over, <laughs> over 500, 500 of y'all eaters in this chat, and we only got less than 80 likes. It's embarrassing. Let's get it together. <laughs> we gotta lock in. Just hit the button. It's a simple thing. Just click Facts. and you're done. Exactly. It's real easy. Shout out to Elena. Tip $3. You know, she's a weekly donator. Appreciate you, Elena. She said, we are so back. Mo Cheeks, Donnie Glutes, and Muggsy Bogues of podcasting on a Monday night. Perfection. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny part about this whole Grant Williams thing is like, the day after he got traded, there was this report I was showing on screen right now. That the Dallas Mavericks were determined to part ways with him after he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And rubbed the people a lot of people the wrong way is such a funny, vague thing to say. Because that can mean anything. You know, below that it says, notably, he switches basketball sneakers from Lucas to Tatum's. Which, I don't give a fuck about that. Whatever. Maybe Lucas shoes suck. I don't know. But the funniest part is, the week after the season started, somebody asked Luca what he's, his first impressions of Grant Williams were. And he was like, he likes to talk a lot. He said, yeah, yeah for so yeah. he must just be annoying he must just not shut up or something yeah it's like one thing to talk a lot like someone like a draymond green but your game not do that much talking also when it comes to doing positive things on the basketball court so that just like they made it sound like he had like the ick he was the virus he was like <laughs> the next devastating thing oh my god i wonder what that means right like he just talks a lot does he like does he make bad jokes is no, he... he's annoying. He just talks a lot. Like, bro, shut up. Like, if, <laughs> like we don't need you to say something at, at every turn. And I don't know if that also means, like, he might have been the guy on the team where he's like, guys, if we want to win, coach is right. <laughs> like, it, it's on us. And just like... <laughs> shut not... the fuck up! Please. I think that Grant Williams... And we low-key kind of saw it in Boston... But he 100% feels like the guy – he feels like he wants to be Patrick Beverly in the sense of I'm mm. not the best player on the floor, but I'm going to be the guy who tries really hard, everybody's going to listen to, right? They're going to respect my effort. And then in turn, I can be the quote-unquote emotional leader of this team because of how hard I try and how hard I play. And – you can't – I feel like it's very, very hard to walk into a new situation and be that person if you aren't a Patrick Beverly, right? If you if you haven't been doing this for years and years. And that's probably – just look, obviously looking from the outside in, that's probably what I think is like going on with Grant Williams. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's hard for us to speak to. Whatever, whatever these personality issues they have are, that's something I guess you got to be in the locker room to tell because – you know, like, his play was a problem on the court. We can all clearly see that. I, I yeah. guess we can't speak to how he's so annoying. But it's funny that that's the first thing that came out is that, like, they weren't fucking with him on a personality level. <laughs> like, that's just hilarious. You don't hear that very often. No, nah, yeah. It's embarrassing. There's the, And then a lot of, like, Dallas Mavericks fans who surface a bunch of clips of, like, Kyrie kind of just, like, rolling his fake eyes at Williams and shit like that and fake laughing <laughs> and all that other stuff. So I guess he is a yapper and... 
when you have that, you're not like good off the court, and also on the court, you're ten pounds of ass, bro. You're bound to be, <laughs> you're bound to like be a useless product on the court. Correct. Uh, shout out to Anita Max Win. Tipped one dollar. Mo, how you six two and not in the NBA? LeBron needs help, bro. It sounds like you need playing shooting guard, Mo. Another thing about me is I got a six five wingspan. Uh oh. Okay, you got an elite defender on our in our midst. <laughs> and you're not in the league. Defender. That's wasted height right there. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you made it worse. <laughs> nah, it's, I mean, hey, I can touch rim. That's all about I can do. <laughs> and you're still not in the league. you're still not in the league. There's so many. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Bro, something was in my yourself. eye, and it's been annoying as fuck for me over the last like two minutes. But nah. <laughs> What's it called? So, yeah, but on the same note with the Mavericks, you know, they traded Grant Williams in that move. They got PJ Washington and Daniel Gafford, and immediately we're like, oh wow, it's wonderful what happens when you have athletic people around Luka Doncic. I don't know if you guys got to see the first game against the Thunder. I went back and I was able to watch the second half. Incredible when there's multiple people on this team that can catch lobs, and you're not like slow as shit, and like you actually have some. Some like just like tenacity going towards the rim from different positions, it's wonderful. It's like night and day for Luca. Yeah. Hey, listen. Shout out Grant Williams though. Listen, I hope I hope the chains that you get in Charlotte are fantastic. I hope Lamelo gets you iced <laughs> out. You know. I hope you have a solid eight to sixteen bars that you can throw in the freestyle sessions that they have. Right. I know. I know for a fact you have multiple rappers on that team. Grant Williams. I hope you can either produce or find your way into that rotation. Because you're going to have to do something to make team chemistry go up. Yeah, man. Nah. Shout out to Brooks Ready for $5. They said, started watching you guys in an extremely stressful period of my life, and your videos really provided me a bright spot. I'm doing much better now. Love you guys and your occasional shitty takes. <laughs> Use this to help get Mo out of the trenches. <laughs> there you go. Appreciate you, Brooks. Well, we're getting Mo out. Just, just wait on it. Listen, speaking of getting Mo out, let me see. Uh, let me go to our YouTube channel and pull this up. We are getting Mo out of the trenches for at least a week. And by that, I mean we are going to be at NBA All-Star Weekend. Oh, we are doing a live okay. where show. are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting Mo out for a few days. Let me pull this up. We're going to have a show at All-Star Weekend. So if you live in Indiana, you're going to be traveling in for All-Star Weekend. Check us out. The time is now 6 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be there Fr- Friday, February 16th. I cannot talk. Friday, <laughs> February 16th at Radio Radio Indianapolis. Sadly, it's going to be a 21 and over venue. We didn't know that beforehand. It was complications of communication. So, unfortunate hey. for your young crayon eaters. But if you're a fully grown adult that? crayon Bring eater. Bring your fake ID. Bring your fake ID. Bring your fake Shut ID. Shut up. If you, you, you real, you're going to find a way. You're going to find a way. We do not condone breaking the law of any kind, right? However, find wink, your way wink. into the show. <laughs> Find your way into the show. We'll see y'all there. Yeah. So there's an RSVP link. Uh, if there's any mods in chat right now, can you guys put it there? If not, it'll be here on our community tab on YouTube. If you guys aren't 21 and over and you can't come, and you're still going to be there in Indianapolis, we'll hang out with you guys after the show. We'll find, we'll tweet it out. We'll be at some place around the venue that we can you know, meet you guys and everything if you can't make it. But yeah, man. Yeah. Mo's up the hood for four days. Let's go. <laughs> well, he, you really, you really got excited. You're like, wait, wait. Am I moving? Like, am I moving? <laughs> y'all, sound, y'all made it sound like you guys made an elaborate ass plan to go ahead and take me on an illustrious vacation somewhere else. I'm like, wait, what's going on? Because I'm not your baby. We are not taking you on a vacation. That is <laughs> that is not our job. Can I at least get like a nice suite in Indiana or what? No, you may get a baseline uh, bleacher report authorized hotel room. <laughs> You're gonna like Deuce it. 
Y'all are useless, bro. Oh, my goodness. You get the same thing as everybody else, and you're going to like it. <laughs> Anyways, the next news story we got. Spencer Dinwiddie is a Los Angeles Laker. They signed him in the buyout market. It came down to the Mavericks or the Lakers as who the two teams he was choosing between the two teams that were courting him. Cool. It's a note. It's a nice addition. They got him for nothing. More bench depth. A good guard who can attack the rim and create a little bit. But, you know, not going to have a big role or anything. Fine. Totally valid signing. Nobody has an issue with it. But today, in his press conference, when Darvin Ham was asked to talk about it for the first time, he said he believes that Dinwiddie's size, defensive capabilities on the ball, and varied offensive talent may lead him to being part of closing lineups alongside D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves, meaning the return of three guard lineups like last year when we had Dennis Schroeder, D'Lo, and uh, Kendrick Nunn, all these guys out here running three guard lineups around LeBron, and it was putrid. What is this man cooking? <laughs> That's my question to you. Wow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he knows what he's cooking. Right? I A CTE I really sandwich. I really think that, that at this point, for the last three months, everybody's been talking about, hey, Darvin Ham's on his way out. He's on his way out. And he's going to throw anything at the wall to see if it could stick. And we will see if Spencer Dinwiddie is one of the rare role players that is struggling somewhere else and comes to the Lakers and gets better. Because normally it's the opposite way around. You get good shooters. They, they come to the Lakers. People fall off, right? We'll, we'll see what happens. I want to know if Spencer Dinwiddie, if the strike is over, if he's finally going to start, you know, making shots. But yeah. I don't that know. That was hilarious. Is, this, that this report that he was on strike. That reporter was just yapping. He's, he's on strike. Missing what was he on purpose? strike for? I missed that. I missed that. Nothing. Completely. A reporter just said just that. Unhappy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, A reporter okay. said many around the league believe Spencer Dinwiddie is on strike and purposely not trying. Just a crazy report to slander his name. I'd be pissed if I was Dinwiddie. Okay. That's sick as hell. Uh, but that wouldn't be surprising, though, because he's been a can of bounce that ass since the year, like, 2020, bro. He hasn't had any good ball in him. He's acting like he's washed. But he literally just turned 30 years old. He's shooting 37, 39% from the field and 32% from the three-point line this season. Obviously, yeah. like, alongside players like LeBron and AD, you expect that to come up. But, yeah, I think it's a good addition for the Lakers. Yeah, he was solid when he was on the Mavericks before he got traded for Kyrie. It hasn't worked out very well with the Nets for who knows what reasons. Whether it's been fit, personnel issues, maybe he was on strike, maybe he wasn't fucking with the culture, who knows? He was not effective. His rim finishing numbers were not as quite as good as they were when he was at his really true most effective. Obviously, he's shooting 23%, or what is that, 29% from three on the year. Not great, but I agree. On the Lakers, he makes a little bit of sense. The guards they have are pretty jump-shooting oriented. Austin Reeves really eats the mid-range, drawing free throws, hitting his little, little, little uh, what's the word you use for his game? Off-speed game, get into his spots. Delo's obviously a shooter. They don't really have anybody that goes north and south. That was the main appeal of getting DeJounte Murray, someone who can really get to the rim and create for others, make penetration outside of LeBron James. They're really lacking that. So if Dinwiddie can just focus on that and just fucking half-back dive every time he touches the ball, that'll be a useful addition yeah. for the team for sure. Yeah, Spencer's yeah. definitely a really good addition because of how dynamic he is, and he does a lot of things, has a certain... I don't want to say explosion, but just like he has, he has some tools in his bag and athleticism that the other two just do not have. Yeah, but back to this report. I do not want to see him in three-guard lineups with Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell. That is not what interests me at all about this signing. I do like the idea of having him play alongside Austin Reeves a lot because Austin Reeves has kind of been like forced to be this third star this year, and he's doing a lot of stuff on ball. And I think why he was so good last year is he was really, like, eating off ball, focusing on defense. He was a pretty solid defender, doing his stuff as, like, a secondary creator. 
he's been getting picked on defense this year because he has no energy because they want him to basically be a point guard. So I do kind of like the idea of another ball handler coming into the mix and putting Austin Reeves back into a more off-ball role. So I like that a lot. But not a fucking D'Lo was on the court with both of them, too. That's a disgusting lineup <laughs> combination. It goes against everything we've seen work with this core and the small sample size of wins we have. I need this. No, yeah. I need this. <laughs> <laughs> it, the, the Lakers right now are, they are currently ninth in, in, the, uh, in the Western Conference standings. The Damn. Warriors, the Warriors, and maybe we can segue to this. The Warriors, kind of on their way back up, right? Draymond Green is, They've been is good. coming in, right? Showing that, hey, he is a game changer. He's a difference maker. He had his, – his defense is fantastic. And this is what a lot of us were talking about, um, you know, while he was out, which is if you just stop punching people for two weeks, you can get – you can really, really help this team get back on track. And we've seen that. We've seen Draymond, Draymond Green refrain from smacking people in the face and stomping <laughs> on people's chest. And all of a sudden, the Warriors are back on the, on the way up. And they yeah. look like they're 10th. Right in the playing, they're a game out of the nine spot. They can do some things in the second half of the year, and this is this is very very positive. If you're yeah. if you're a Warriors fan, yeah. Last ten games, which is about when Draymond Green became the full time center and they benched Looney, and you know the big thing that's been talked about is Kaminga has been eating since then, averaging mm-hmm. a very efficient twenty one points per game, basically moving into like the clear second option after Steph Curry. That's been great. Obviously, no pre- uh, predictable reasons. There's space there. He's empowered as a full-time starter. There's no big there but clogging up the lane next to Draymond Green with you know, Looney being an additional big. But Draymond Green playing full-time center, he's been exceptional. Obviously, all the defensive stuff we've always seen. But it's like, you know, it's vintage Warriors. We've ever seen him open up lineups for everybody with his playmaking at the center position. And, you know, they've been a top five offense and defense in that s- small sample size. We'll see if the size becomes an issue going forward. You know, it's, it's asking a lot for him to be the full-time center over a whole game, whole season stretch, 30 more games than playoffs. But it works. Uh, I mean, he, yeah. listen, he, he, missed, he missed about 10, 15 games. So he's, <laughs> he's playing, right? He's playing a pretty decent amount, yeah, but he has the legs to do it because he hasn't been playing a lot this year. So <laughs> I, I, think that, I think down the stretch, and especially now that the All-Star break is coming up, you have another week off to kind of like regroup and, and recenter yourself for this for this final push. For them, it's all about can you maintain this level and can you stay in that 10th spot? Because the Jazz are right behind them and the Jazz are a, a half game behind them. They, they obviously need to keep up this pace. And I think that Draymond, I think that, that for the Warriors, like going small and being able to have Draymond at the five, and have all this, you know, speed and, and versatility. That's going to be the best thing for them. But it's it's also pigeonholes them into what they can do around the real like best teams in the league, where they yeah. can play a lot of different lineups, and they just can't do that. Next, speaking of the Warriors, Mo, what do you think about this? A report came out where Logan Murdoch was interviewing Clay Thompson, and he said Clay said he's reduced, he's open to a reduced role if it means staying with the Warriors long term. There's nothing wrong with that. I'll be 35 next year. At 35, coming off the ACL and an Achilles tear, and I'll still have the ability to be a really good player. Maybe not the guy who scored 60 and three quarters, but I'll still be a great, great threat out there. I've modeled my game after Reggie and Ray Allen, and those guys were incredibly effective into their late 30s, so I can't plan on following that mold. Is this, is this what you want to hear from him, Mo? I think, yeah, of course. That is uh, exactly what you'd want to hear from someone like Clay Thompson. Y'all were talking about how great the Warriors have been as of late. Another part of the reason they've been like this good is because Clay Thompson has seen less touches and he hasn't been playing 
playing closing lineups at all. And like it hurts to say this, you know what I'm saying? But they're better than him. They're better with him off of the court at certain times of the game. And Clay, Clay Thompson can still give you guys or give the Warriors a lot of value with just like the natural skill set that he is and, you know what I'm saying, like the reputation that he has and whatnot. But at this point in time, guys like Pajemski and guys like Kaminga are better off doing their thing, trying to cook alongside Steph and Draymond Green, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He is obviously, he has to be off the court. I think what he's talking about right now is the biggest thing is that he has to know his role when he's on the court. Earlier in the season, we saw the biggest issue wasn't necessarily that he was like incapable of playing basketball and needs to be on the bench, but it was when he was on the court, he was commanding a sort of attention as if he was still that guy and commandeering possessions, taking really difficult off the dribble shots, trying to cook in the mid range like he's Devin Booker and trying to just like get himself back into the rhythm by brute forcing his way through the cold stretch. Not what you need to see at this point in his career. You know, you're just kind of like making it worse on yourself whenever you try to fight that hard to figure it out. This is what you want to see from him. Just stand in the corner, do your movement shooting stuff, and play next to these stars in a complimentary role. Yeah, man. 100%. I think this is... It's it's sad, but it's also kind of refreshing just because we've seen, like, the full experience of, a, of like, the deterioration of a star over the last two years. Because once mm-hmm. you come back, like, he had, he had the moment where it's like, okay, like, Clay is... He's not terrible, but it's like we've seen the consistency go in and out. We've seen the defense kind of, you know, lag off and stuff. We've seen, obviously, the shooting stuff. And I think also him doing this just from, like, a fan's perspective is also really, really nice because it lets you know maybe him, Steph, and Dre can be on this team with this franchise for the entirety of their career. Like, like there's certain guys where it just makes sense for them to be in the same franchise. They are icons of that specific franchise. And then you don't get situations where, like, D-Wade going to the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Or, or, like, you know, Patrick Ewing playing, playing um, with the Magic. Like, there are certain jerseys that people should always be in and, and organizations that people should always be a part of. And this definitely helps the bridge between that situation not – you know, coming to fruition in, in a year or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like he's getting over his crisis, man. Um, And it's good to see Which is that hard to do, growth. man. Yeah, like, I, there was an interview that came out, I think maybe a week, week and a half, maybe two weeks ago, and a reporter was asking him how he felt about not playing crunch time minutes, and Clay was like, yeah, it sucks, man, it hurts, but I'm happy to see my young guys go out and win and all sorts of stuff. And Draymond Green, being the leader that we know he is, was like, who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? I didn't play uh, whatever game in the NBA Finals towards the closing moments. Who cares? We won. You know what I'm saying? Out loud and about. And just, like, hearing that from someone like Draymond and Ols, I feel like has to at least force Clay to get to this mindset to where, like, he can still be uber valuable to this team, but just in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. You start on and, your and, and it's good. Yeah. And it's good, that, it's good that Draymond said that publicly in that moment. It's also funny because Draymond talked about that afterwards. And he was like, man, like that hurt. Like it, it sucked, you know? And so even for Draymond, who's been able to get over it at this point, everybody goes through that when you are, like he said, you're 34, 35, and you are not the same player that you were two massive injuries ago and 10 years ago. So for the, for the Warriors, this is, this is the best thing 
um, especially as Steph Curry continues to be one of the 10 best players in the world. Yeah. Speaking of the Warriors, there was a new addition to the now famous Nurkic versus Draymond Green beef. They had a couple interactions in this game against the Suns recently. They played a couple days ago. Things were chippy all game. Honestly, Nurkic was antagonizing him. I think it was more him than Draymond this time. He was yeah. kind of poking the bear, for lack of a better word, just being a dick the whole game. You know, which is easy to do because Draymond is probably incredibly annoying to play against. You're probably getting elbows in your fucking side every five seconds. Nurkic wasn't fucking with it this night. And after the game, he was asked about, you know, his interactions with him. He said, it's sad. He didn't learn anything. Just a matter of time. He's going to hit somebody else again. I take back everything I said. He does not deserve a second chance. <laughs> wow. And then after that, I think Steph Curry heard this and he was, he heard what Yusuf Nurkic's quotes were. And he was like, no, nah, that's idiotic to say. God damn. I, I, was Draymond like that violent and reckless in this game to you guys? I know no. you was yapping a lot. I went back and watched it. They were just, they were no, just was, pissing each other off. It wasn't even anything crazy. If Draymond hit Nurkic again, I would be on Draymond's side. For for this shit, because now you're dragging. Oh, wow. Because now now you're dragging, right? Now he now really you're is. dragging it, and be, and saying like, oh, he doesn't de- he doesn't deserve a chance. He didn't learn anything. Who are you? You don't know. You don't know. Like Draymond has come back in ten games and been as productive as like anybody in 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 the league. Like he's been fantastic. So zero text in that time too. Exactly. Like he's been he's been fine. He's been a model citizen. He's been acting like behavior. he's on probation. <laughs> Model citizen. Yeah, yeah. he's on academic probation and he knows it, and he's he's been behaving. Nurkish was just this is again 100% his fault this time, and it's just hilarious. You know, he's playing the game, he's trying to antagonize him. You know, he knows what he's doing. It's easy to get under Draymond's again, and he's trying to do it again. Yeah, he had a shitty ass game. He had like six points and four rebounds or some disgusting thing like that. And honestly, it just seems like he was frustrated to all hell with himself, and he just let loose on Draymond just to project. We got some donations to catch up on. Shout out to One Big Tree for donating a dollar. He said, this is the only channel where I'll go back and watch tweak old videos just to make sure I don't miss anything. The vibes are immaculate. Appreciate you, One Big Tree. Real one. Ethan2060 donated $1. They'll never do it, but a lot of the Bucks' issues would be fixed if they put Chris as a Lou Williams-type six-man. Their starting lineup makes no sense moving forward. Moving Jay Crowder into it gives you penetration. Pause. With 3 and D spacing. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if I'd move bench him, but something should change. I, I'm, I'm pro starting Jay Crowder. Then Dr. Senpai donated $1. Two questions. Thoughts on the Super Bowl. Two, who is the most underrated player in the league and why is it Franz Wagner? Huh. No thoughts on the Super Bowl. We'll go with Franz Wagner. That's cool. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> hell no. I'm going <laughs> to give it to him. I think, I think he gets his love. Yeah, no, from you because you're an NBA oh, nerd. Oh the God. average NBA fan doesn't know who Franz <laughs> Wagner is. Yeah, every, uh, especially for the Magic, it's just... Paolo and then a bunch of guys like it's the, <laughs> it's, the num- it's the number one overall draft pick and a bunch of guys like Franz Wagner is still definitely in that like most underrated type of stuff on the Super Bowl real quick thank the Lord we get a summer free of Brock Purdy discourse we don't have to go through <laughs> all the hoopla I am ecstatic that Brock Purdy lost it made why are life. you ecstatic that he lost what did he do to you he didn't do anything Brock Purdy Brock Purdy discourse I nearly I I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. But yeah. This man's a hater. <laughs> that is hilarious. Man. All right, next topic. Kyle Lowry is on the Sixers. Are y'all moved? The only thing that's moving in Philly are sweet cheeks behind Oh, my him. God. I'm not moved at all. Jesus <laughs> Christ. is going on. <laughs> He's a good player, though. I mean, like, he, got he has value. 
Yeah. <laughs> he has value. Um, he you got motion. To this team. He got hella motion. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah this is why one. they traded Pat Bev. They knew they were getting him in the buyout market. It was written for the past week once the trade deadline came around. It's just finally official. Cool. You know, they needed some bench creation. It's cool to have another adult in the room that can help manage things when Tyrese or Joel Embiid are on the floor. Can play alongside either of those guys. Decent addition, but obviously won't be a deciding factor of anything unless he has a vintage Kyle Lowry game in a playoff series, which I guess isn't impossible. But cool signing. It's fine. Yeah, he's back home. He went to he's he, I think he was born there and went to school at Villanova or whatever. Like, hey, yeah. shout out to him. Yeah. I don't <laughs> Kevin Garnett is not fucking with the Los Angeles Lakers. He said, anybody who thinks they're title contenders are fucking delusional. And he said it with some with some rage in his voice. He was he is not happy about people still putting the Lakers up high. Do y'all agree? What's funny, what's funny though is that's a regular Kevin Garnett clip. He just talks <laughs> like that, right? He just, he just sounds like that on a daily basis. You're fucking delusional. <laughs> Do y'all agree? I mean, he's Are they right. Coaching? He's right. Yeah, like they're not they're not winning a, a championship, um, and I do think that anybody who thinks that they are is is delusional to to a degree. <laughs> He's cooking. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. The Lakers are special because, like, no one thinks that they're going to win a championship. But at the same time, nine times out of ten, your favorite team in the Western Conference does not want to run into them in the playoffs. Just at because all. it's like they're the type of team that will make you flinch, you know? Yeah. Yeah, again, it's, they're, they're so weird because at any moment they could click and you could be like, oh, wow, the Lakers are – they won the in-season tournament again. What's going on? Like, they, they can have a stretch and that could come at, leading into the playoffs. Who knows? But you certainly can't rely on that shit. All year, they've shown us more instances of them being mid than they have of them being promising. At a certain point, you are who you are after a 50-game sample size. You know what we can't rely on also? What is going on with the like button today? We are at 373 likes right now. There's like damn near a whole K of y'all in here. thousand of y'all in here. This is pitiful. Step it up. Crown eaters. Your title is on the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, we can get 500 likes right now. If you're happy, I'll go up there and press the like button. Run it up for us. Get more people in the stream. Let's get it. Next news story, what we got on the docket. Let me scroll back over here. MVP ladders been updated a few days ago. The official MVP, uh, NBA one. They currently have it as Nikola Jokic at one. Duh. Shea at two. Duh. Giannis at three. Luka at four. Jason Tatum at five. How are y'all feeling? Um, I don't mind it, but... Luka has to be top three. I don't think Giannis can't be top three this year. Um, what? You got the coach got fired midseason. Like I'm sorry, I just I can't I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I understand that's gonna be like a narrative thing. He's not gonna win it. But isn't the re, like the coach being so ass and you're still the two seed and you still decide to fire him? Doesn't that like show that he's incredibly valuable? That he held that shit ass coach up to the two seed. Like isn't that a good thing for his individual value? He's been having no. a monster season. It's been so underrated because, like, <laughs> Dame Mueller's, like, been putting up stinkers on a consistent basis. And also, like, everyone knows that things aren't right in Milwaukee. But Giannis as an individual, like, in my opinion, he's been, like, at worst, the third best player in the entire NBA. Can't put another player or two or more players ahead of him. Um, but while I say that at the same time, they're the fucking third seed and they've been sliding. So it's like... And Luca's like the, the type of numbers that Luca's been putting up have been tempting. So at that point in time, like, what do you give? Yeah, I agree. Luca should be higher, but I don't think it's crazy to have Giannis high. Like, I understand he's not going to win it for the reasons Donovan just said. You, the coach got fired, but like, 
realistically, that's a shit reason. But it's going to be the real reason because most voters are going to be lazy like that. But it's a pretty shit reason for being real. Nah, yeah, I agree. Donovan, we can't hear you. Your mic's muted. Technical difficulties. We can't hear you. Tragic. Yep, 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 yep. We can't hear it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 yeah, for that. Jason Tatum at five, Kawhi at six. Wow. I just put out a short on my personal where I had the similar list, but I had Kawhi at five over Jason Tatum. I would still lean that way. I think the Clippers' oh, resurgence has been pretty crazy. I'd give him a little bit of a nod, but Is I understand. bonus at seven? Wow. Over Donovan Mitchell? That's what, what the fuck crazy. are we talking about? Sabonis over Donovan Mitchell? What the fuck are we That's talking about? That's fucking crazy. That's absolutely disgusting. I understand yeah. Sabonis has been hooping. He's probably been, now that I think about it a little bit more, the best player for the Sacramento Kings for the entirety of the season. But over Donovan Mitchell and Anthony Davis, we got to get serious. Am I back? Yep, you're back. We can hear you. There you go. Okay, bet. Well, I was going to say, to your point of, uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, if that's the case, and if we're doing this like, oh, well, he's been so good, da da da, and more of like an absolute value type of thing, Kevin Durant should be top five, right? Kevin Kevin Durant is who's at eight right right now. He has played a season with his other two running mates on an extremely top heavy team, have been out for a majority of the season, and he was playing with G leaguers and guys who are going to be in the back of a lot of people's rotations. And they were kind of par for the course. He was playing all around basketball, and he should be up there. If, That's if fine. We're, yeah, if we're gonna gonna do all of that, and so like, I don't know. I think we understand that the MVP always is going to have a little bit of of like narratives and stuff. And if we want to go absolute value, then like, I don't know if like Luca. In, in my opinion, Luca would be first. Yeah. If the thing is though. You said for most season, Devin Booker's played 43 out of 53 games. Like, that was the thing what you're saying, like, 30 games ago. But, you know, it's gotten back to normal a little bit now. Like, a lot, most of the season so far has included at least Devin Booker. Obviously, Brad Beal missed extended time. But it was a pretty, like, first few months of the season thing that, where Kevin Durant was in hell. That, that thing, that team is built extremely, extremely top-heavy, obviously, right? They're like, we're going to go out and we're going to get the, the three stars and we're going to fill the rest of the roster with a bunch of minimums and hope that, you know, Grayson Allen can carry us to, to the promised land, right? We're going to go go out and get Royce O'Neal and do all these things, try to really, really skim around the margins. And if one of those top three guys is out, it's different than if Jokic is missing uh, Jamal Murray for some time, or it's different than if Jason Tatum is missing Jalen Brown, because that is literally where you are expecting a majority of your stuff to come from. I just think that that Durant, you know, if yeah. one side of that triangle is missing, it's crazy. Sure. But also, at the end of the day, Giannis has clearly been one of the best three players in the world in terms of production, just skill, impact. You don't really feel the way about Kevin Durant, you know? Like, Giannis is averaging 31 on his most efficient year of his career, still defending. He's been incredible. You're not really going to rank Kevin Durant as a top three player in this league in the world this year. No, so. no, I said I say KD top five. Sure, sure. I'm just saying like, you, you, the, the conversation was spurred by Giannis being out there, but KD not. Like that's the difference is that Giannis's production is like holy fucking shit. While KD's having a good KD season, it's not like you know mind blowing. Got to be in the conversation. I put Giannis at four. If we were doing this, I would put Giannis at four. Put KD at like five. And I agree. Then, that's fine. And then the top three or Jason Tatum. <laughs> Womp, womp, womp. He's bona fide number five. Always. <laughs> forever and will be. <laughs> All right, we got some donations and address before we move on. Uh, shout out to J.A. Johnson for $1. Shout out to Coppers for $3. Shout out to 123 for $3. Appreciate all three of y'all. Uh, let me read some of these things. Coppers said, what's y'all's real life player comps? 
Who, who are you, Mo? Uh, my real life player comp, someone who I like to think I am. I feel like I'm like. I feel oh, like I, I would never mind. Myself. But Vent donated sixty nine dollars. Said nice. What? Wow. Appreciate you. I love oh. a good sixty nine joke. Wow. Appreciate you, Vince. I hope it was worth the money. <laughs> Vince, that is classic as hell. Let me get a I shout out, that. Vent, in the chat. Uh, no, spam nice in the chat. Let me get spam. I want to see all the nices in the world. I want to see that a thousand nice people saying nice right now. <laughs> wow. That is neat. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Appreciate you, but man. yeah. If I was to go ahead and say my player comp, fucking... Something about me is that I can shoot, all right, and I'm also... I have size. I can dribble, too. I can play defense as well, but sometimes I don't like to because I get tired as hell. <laughs> so who is that player to you, in you guys' head? I don't know. So TJ Warren. TJ <laughs> Warren. It's it's gross. Warren. <laughs> he's a mid-range merchant. And he's, he's this game is so mid. Feels mid. <laughs> I am not mid. <laughs> Someone said I'm Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues is so much faster than me. <laughs> so much faster. Man. I can so be composite at best. Composo. <laughs> Hey, at least you'd be swinging that bitch, right? <laughs> I my best. Like, does Composo swing it like that? Not really. Listen, Isaac, Isaac knows passing lanes. He, he, can, he can get you the ball. He can do it. Mm. All right, what's the next thing we got? Donovan, who's your player comp before we move on to the next thing? I don't know. Like, Pat Bev with Jimmy Butler's mid-range? Like. <laughs> That's crazy. That's oh. so like, what, Jared Jack? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm Jared Jack. I love that shit. Donovan, how do you feel about this? Evan Fournier was traded to the to the Pistons. He said, I'm finally excited to be out of New York. He's thanking God he got traded to the worst team in the league. How do you feel about this as a Knicks fan? Good riddance. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I hope you have a good I hope you have a good life in Detroit rather than New York. Like it's fine. I understand why you're saying that. You weren't getting any playing time. I I'd probably be happy to get out of New York too. If all I wanted to do was hoop and I wasn't getting a hoop in New York, yeah. I'll be fine, but we got assets back for him. The team looks complete. Hope you have a good life, Evan Fournier. <laughs> Thanks wow. for the memories. What memories? <laughs> what memories Evan Fournier bring you? He yeah, had a yeah. game against the Celtics. I think last year. Ew. I thought you were going to say he was putting that shit on the sideline. Who the hell cares? Oh, no, 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 no. The game that RJ hit the game winner. Oh. Uh, I can't remember if it was last year or not. But he hit a – yeah, RJ hit a game winner off the bank over Tatum. And Fournier was keeping the team in the game the whole time. It was going crazy. So, shout out to you. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Fournier. Yo, I think that's all the news stories I got to talk about today. I think we can move on. Oh, oh wait, wait. Real, real quick. Let's let's talk about Wemby's fit. I saw a, a lot of people t talking about Oh, yep. It's in um, there. Let me find the link. Yeah. Here we go. Wemby is fitted up today, y'all. Look at this. This man thinks he's the Riddler. Look at this mask. He thinks he's Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> this is, <laughs> he's at a Yeezy season four fashion show. Okay. Chat, are y'all fucking with this Wemby fit? I'm not gonna lie, he, minus the mask, he kind of got that shit on right now. Well, minus the mask, he's wearing an average valet outfit. <laughs> the mask, the mask is what we're talking about here. <laughs> all black is all clean, so you really can't hit on it like that. Nah, he's too tall to be dressing like this. Donda. Uh, like, Donda. Donda. Yeah. Donda. Donda. Not gonna Donda. lie, he looks like a blacked out. that intro. He looks like a blacked out Q-tip. I love the fit. <laughs> he wants me to opium so bad. That's Chrome Hearts on. Chrome Hearts underwear. 
Yeah. Well, there's Wimpy's fit. I'm glad we could have addressed it. Now it is time for what you're all here for. Let me find the tab. We're going to do a tier list. I tier list time. But Isaac, they Ooh. do not deserve a tier list just yet because they have only gotten us 500 likes. They let you down, Isaac. How do you feel uh, about uh, the bait right now? Uh, it hurts. I'm in pain. Damn. Anyways, Tragic. spam this up. There's 1,000 of you in here. Only 500 of you liked it. Get this to 1,000 likes by the time we're done with this tier list. And I'll do nothing but say thank you. And Donovan will hit the Dougie. <laughs> yeah, Donovan will hit the Dougie. There we go. <laughs> you will? Huh? I'm you will? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm going to do the... Is it, <laughs> I'm going to do like, like, like Gary Douglas. <laughs> Yo, he said it. It's true. A thousand it. likes. Donovan is in the Dougie. <laughs> yeah. Y'all see the video? Gabby Douglas doing the, doing the Dougie. That was, that's amazing. That's what it's going to look like. No, y'all already at 600. You're going fast. Get it Fearless to 1,000. They running this shit up. Oh, my goodness. Let's do it. Someone say, I'm Donovan's good no, doing I'm the Dougie. Not, not. I know <laughs> entertainment. I've not Dougie in forever. <laughs> you better think about it over the next 20 minutes before we get it. Hey, you're going to be on the spot. <laughs> I'm ta- uh, listen, I'm typing in Dougie tutorial as we speak. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Here's a tier list of the top players from every team. Maybe some of them are debatable. You know, like I put De'Aaron Fox. Maybe you guys want to put Sabonis. I, I put DeMar DeRozan. If you want to get real hipster, we can go Kobe White. Whatever. Roughly, here's the best player from every team. Where do y'all want to start? Let's get the easy Let's- one out the way. The Denver Nuggets to slap on Nicole Jokic. We don't have to say anything about that. What beats you? Okay, so Jokic is S tier. That's the standard we're beginning with. You know, we like to start with an S tier when we do these tier lists, just so we know what we're working off of. Exactly. Let's start with another one. Where does where does Kevin Durant go? Is he A tier? Yes. yes. That one's hard. I mean, he's still Kevin Durant. How big is his S tier going to be? That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't think. I don't think S tier can be like ten deep. Cap is five, right? Yeah. For sure. For okay. sure. And Kevin Durant's probably, what, like the sixth or seventh best player in the league right now? Yeah, exactly. Mo, Mo just lagged out. Look at that. Tough for him. He was real real sad about the KD uh, diss. <laughs> oh, he's back. Let me put him back in. What I the know. hell? No, the rats are shooting your Wi-Fi. You can't hang. What the hell? And I got my <laughs> Ethernet, like, connected, too. What the fuck? Hey, don't, put that shit down. You're going to pull one, one a little too hard, you're going to black out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Look this it. bitch is 100 feet long. I got plenty of length. Whoa! Whoa. I ain't mean it like that. He said he has like inches that. to spare. Wow. <laughs> I ain't mean it like that. All right, inches to spare is actually oh kind of wild. God. Like, you got you to gotta relax. I've never okay. heard that phrase before. <laughs> let's, let's lock in. Let's focus. Okay, Kevin Durant's A. If Jokic is the quintessential S, Kevin Durant's a quintessential A. They're both at the top of their tier. We can move from there. Who's a good B? Uh, is De'Aaron Fox a what? B? Uh, man, yeah. De'Aaron Fox has been rough over the past month. I mean, he's not. Is he going to be a C? No, he, he's not. He's not going to be C. I think B I is, B is very fair. Yeah. It's like top 15, 20 is for sure. Okay, I think That's he can like probably. We'll put him at B for now. But I think we'll probably we'll revisit a lot of these, and he can either be moved up or down depending on what the rest of the list plays out as. Yeah. Okay. We can do that. Atlanta donate another one dollar. If we get one point two k likes, can Mo hit the thug shake? Please, 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 please. I said the exact amount of pleases in there. 
you were my favorite donator, and now you are no longer on that list anymore. <laughs> I've never chug shaked in my life before. Stop <laughs> asking for that. <laughs> Listen, man, we're at 676 likes. When we hit 1,000 likes, Donovan is going to do the Dougie. I want to see that. Please don't fail me. Let me see Donovan do the Dougie. I've I'm never seen that shit. It. I'm not standing up for it. Oh, you have, don't you be know. a pussy now. You got to stand up for it. Nah, mm -mm. <laughs> ah, well, he's capping. He's not going to do it. He's going to just move he's his arms around. Okay, so next name. Let's see. Where do we want to go? Where's Lowry Marketing going? Lowry Marketing is a solid B see? or C. Is Lowry Marketing... He's he's worse than Aaron Fox. Yeah, I would I would say they're closer than a lot of people think. They are. If Martin he's your best good. player, if he's your but best player, I might lean towards he because I'd feel shaky about. I don't. Yeah, I feel shaky about Lowry. I think Lowry's just as good as De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is a co-star that's equally as good as him. Lowry has had Kelly Olynyk and Colin Sexton. That's the big difference in supporting cast, you know, but like. Lowry is the one, probably the best off-ball scorer in the league. Well, I'm not say that because like Steph Curry and Devin Booker and whatnot, but one of the better off-ball scorers in the league. He's a solid defender, incredibly useful as a shooter, as a cutter, sneakily athletic, finishing at the rim. I think he's just as good as De'Aaron Fox almost. I when I I don't agree with that because I think about like how far could this player potentially take me as mm -hmm. a number one in terms of just like this. How good is this player? Um, and I, I fair, think fair. Do, I that's, think that's a good like point. Aaron would do that compared to someone okay. like Lowry, who heavily relies on off-ball scoring. Let's clarify that. Lowry's like the um, ideal yeah. second option on a good team, so that makes sense. So I guess this tier list isn't um, yeah. who the best players are. It's who's the best we're one getting, option. We're getting into discourse. Exactly. I need okay. buckets. I need a bag. <laughs> the Aaron Fox has both of them. Shut the Sorry, fuck Larry. up. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, Larry. I just, man. <laughs> hey, listen, 10 seconds to go. You giving the ball to Lowry, you giving the ball to De'Aaron. One on one. Give me ISO. the best Who are you going with? Low key at that low key, maybe Lowry. Uh, one on one ISO, ISO? shot? One on one ISO. Lowry no, is not down. Lowry's not Clay Thompson. He, he, he can dribble. I'm not, he can Clay I'm not saying he's Clay Thompson, right? But I did see De'Aaron Fox go crazy. No, you're right. It's De'Aaron. It's De'Aaron. It's De'Aaron. Yeah, but Lowry's close. Lowry's really underrated. We talked earlier about the most underrated players in the league. We said Franz Wagner. It might be Lowry. I know he made an all-star team last year. People already forgot about him. Like he's incredibly underrated. I think. Everybody was trying to trade for Lowry. Because we're NBA sickos. We know this. The NBA world <laughs> at large doesn't know this. It's, it's different. There's levels to Lowry marketing fandom. Someone said, "Is Lowry marketing sneakily athletic because he's white?" Yes. You don't look at him That's expecting to be dunking on says. people. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly why. <laughs> we live in reality. Own it. <laughs> Where does Demar Rosen go? What the fuck? He belong here. <laughs> he doesn't belong here. That's that crazy. is Kobe White spot right there. That is Kobe White spot. <laughs> he doesn't so, belong here. So does Demar belong in D tier? I mean, sure. If you want to put him there. If we Ooh. want to say, I, okay, first of all, I think what? Let Let's think about what would what would you rate prime Demar Derozan at? If no, it was like. Prime DeMar DeRozan. Like like, like Toronto, <laughs> like like Toronto C? Prime. Yeah. C See, sure. then C? right now we right now he has to be like D. Yeah, I was thinking D too. He's he's obviously worse than Larry Markman. 
Yeah, I feel like depending on who who else you put on D, he might be moved to C. But I, don't I can't I mean, imagine moving to C. We'll bet. see. Oh F! I Jesus see. Christ! I mean, I'm not. Listen, I see one on name on here. Who I see one name in here whose name starts with K as well as his last name. That's probably gonna have the F tier to himself. So I'm not gonna do Demar like that. All right, we'll see. We'll play it by ear. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Where are we gonna put Tyrese Halliburton? Hmm. See an A tier. Is he an A tier or B tier? Is he an A or, or in B? Is he A tier is special? He clears I, I the Aaron Fox, but by how much? Is the gap large? Enough. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's it's large enough just yet. It could be by the end of the year, and depends it depends on what he does in the playoffs. But I feel more comfortable putting him in B than putting him in the same tier as Kevin Durant right now. I think we put him in B, but we're very comfortable moving him to A if the names like we're gonna make some adjustments. I think he could be pushed up to A by the end of it. So like if we're gonna have a, they're spamming A right now. Oh my goodness. They are. I mean, okay, so S tier is gonna have five people at most. A tier can have more than five, but not a whole lot more, right? Like what do we get? Like seven or eight people in A? Yeah. No, let's put Tyrese I, in A. Maybe maybe we'll move him down if we need to. I think we should give him the benefit of the doubt. Listen, I, he almost led a team to an in season tournament championship. Yeah, I mean, he's slowed down. He's been hurt, so like he slowed <laughs> down. You, but... sir, are trying to to invalidate trophies in the NBA. What are we doing, right? Do we respect it? Do we not? I don't really respect it, but I think it's kind of interesting. <laughs> but, I also, but I also think, like, from when we've seen Tyrese be on the floor, even before, especially, like, before the Pacers got Pascal, when he's on the court, the Pacers are at least – like a mid-tier team. They are a playoff team. And when we talk about De'Aaron, if it's just him, I don't know if I can count on that from the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, I think Tyrese elevates people more than De'Aaron does. I feel pretty like pretty clearly, like it's a pretty comfortable margin there. So again, this is not who's just a better player, who's a better first option. Tyrese lifts all tides a lot more, I think. I think Tyrese, yeah. Okay. Okay, Ty- what do you say? But again, we'll, we'll revisit this. Tyrese could move down if we feel like A's getting too crowded. Yeah. But for now, we'll put him there. Someone said his Lynn Sanity run is over. Man, that is one ankle sprain. He, he'll be back, I promise. He's already getting back to regular minutes load. He's fine. People are haters. Okay, what about what about Zion Williamson this year? Last year, Zion would have been A. He's not playing on that level at all. Is he playing on Larry Markin's level? He's not even B. I think that's the Actually, only level to look at. He's not D. D's like... No, no, no. Kind of like... Here's the thing. He hasn't been bad as of late. He had a really good game as the Lakers, actually. He's looking in shape. He's playing normal. He just doesn't... He's not asked to do the same volume of stuff, so we don't see the raw numbers that jump out as much. But he's not necessarily, like, still bad and out of shape and, like, playing like shit. So, exactly. is that deserving a I C? Think, I think we let... This Pelican system. Donovan's right his head. Donovan's stuck in November. Zion's been fine. No, no, no. The it's just like, damn. Like how how far people are falling. Like we yeah. were talking about Zion as yeah. top ten guys in the league last year, legitimate MVP candidates, one of the futures of the league. And now we're like, is he on the same level as the number one option as Larry Marketing? Like you know, <laughs> no disrespect to Larry, but Zion was never supposed to be in that category, and it's yeah, crazy because yeah. it's a it's a legitimate conversation about about those two. Yeah, I, I think again. I think a lot of it is team construction. They just have a lot of mouths to feed, a lot of guys who do on-ball stuff. Like, I don't even think he's playing worse necessarily right now. Brandon Ingram's just there, CJ's just there, Trey Murphy's there, Jonas is there, fully healthy. It's just so many mouths to feed. 
the way they want to play isn't conducive to somebody averaging 27 points per game. Exactly. The whole scheme, whole system got switched up since he's been healthy this year. So I think, honestly, C might be like the most fair spot for him right now. We'll go see. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think he, he definitely has B potential still, but, you know, Easy. all we can base off of what he's doing this year, and he's not asking more than C. I agree. Where are we going with Kay Cunningham? Oh, man. They're not going to like me, but I'm putting D. Oh, I mean, I was oh. gonna say F or I was gonna say F or D, so I don't know which way you're thinking. Okay, I was gonna cool. go with that. that. I was gonna cool. say F. Just like, right. when it I was, I was trying to be nice off of, off of potential, but I I still have a whole bunch of questions about Kate Cunningham as the number one option on the team. Granted, sure. he hasn't been put it. He hasn't been put in the best situation to give us those answers, but I'm still a little bit like, is he the guy? Is he not? So listen, Jay yeah. Nivey's oh, hooping. Wow. Jay Nivey's averaging 27 every night, like damn yeah. near. Wait, you just see the, the recent donation that just came through? Oh, my God. Shout out to Mark Lanuza donated $100. He said, this is for Donovan to stand up for the Dougie. Everybody like to oh. see right now. Also love the show. <laughs> oh, my now God. You have, <laughs> now you have no choice. Now I have, you have no choice. What was that sound? Why'd you bring Appreciate you. I press the wrong button. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Appreciate you, Mark. We're getting Mo out the hood. We're getting Donovan standing up to do the Dougie. Appreciate you. All right, oh, hold on. Wait. I'll, be, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> I'm going to practice <laughs> in the mirror right now. Like, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> He's hitting the hole in the mirror right now. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, oh, we, we'll, we'll, yeah, but Kate has to be F. We don't even know if he's going to eventually actually be a number one option. I think he probably still will. The Pistons are terrible. He doesn't have any chance so far. But, you know. We can only gauge you off of what you're doing this year. They're the worst team in the league. He's got to be F. You know, he's still young. It's, it's not. He really shouldn't even be the best player on his team right now. The team's just down bad. Uh, yeah, exactly. They're down. There's just no nothing good going on in Detroit right now, other than like Jalen Duran hooping and obviously Kate Cunningham playing out of his mind as of late. So with Kate yeah. having like an okay season, but not that like great number one pick worthy type season that we all expected, I think F is okay. That's fair. Yeah, it's fine. He'll he'll get there eventually, but you know. Still young. Baby steps. Where do you oh, want to go? Oh, oh shit. my God. <laughs> do it again. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> nah, I need 200 for the next one. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to get you the ISO cam in time. Ain't cheap. <laughs> ain't cheap. Oh, my God, Chad. That's crazy. <laughs> Chad, I hope y'all you, saw that. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, someone spamming do Kawhi. All right, where are we putting Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi is no less than A. Yeah, no I would say no less than that. Okay. Firmly A. Is, is there any argument for S tier? No. I think um, the real argument for S tier is if it's like the playoffs, then I'm like, okay, that's 100 Playoffs matter in this. Here. Yeah. I, 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 I understand. Ooh. There's still a um, – I need to see a healthy playoff run from Kawhi. That's fair. Ooh. Listen, those two and games last year were electric. <laughs> those two exactly, games were fantastic. Exactly. Can we get – Four games, right? Can we, can we, do that? Can we, can we get a series out of, out of Kawhi Leonard? Dare I say six? Hey, don't let <laughs> it go. To I'm seven. not trying to get crazy here, but I don't, right? don't, don't let don't let it go, go to seven. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we hit ten. It's over. I guess a is, a is fair. Okay, we'll go A. That's the case. Okay, Kawhi's A. Where does Anthony Edwards go? Ooh. <laughs> I would See, say now B. this is where it gets fucked up because Tyrese is A. <laughs> oh, wait. That, that, is, that is true, 
I still. Uh, this is tough. That's close. They're very similar in terms of like my caliber. Aesthetically, Anthony Edwards is is a right. He okay. Hold the shut the fuck up. Shut no, the no. fuck up. Shut up. Vent just donated two hundred dollars. He said, "You said two hundred for more dancing." Don about to dance mo out of the hood. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> The dog Aiden get the Ross fuck out of man is breaded. <laughs> He's breaded as fuck. Rich shit. That is blasphemous. Anyway, get the fuck up. I need this Bro, money. Here, now you play my money, dog. I'm here just I'm just talking. Get up. I'm doing this. Get back there and dance. Get up. Dance. Get up. 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 Get this isn't Magic City. I'm not a bottle boy, bro. <laughs> Man, thank you for the 200. We appreciate you. You're breaded oh, as fuck. I don't know what you do for a living. What are we doing? Keep doing it. What are we doing? No, I mean, you got you got to do it again. You're a man Am of your word. Again? Yeah, go Dougie again. If you want to play a bat, the, the, the Dougie what? song behind you. If you want to play the Dougie song behind you, go ahead and do that. So you won't. Yeah, feel where's my phone? Oh God! Bro. Mike donated one dollar. He said Don put Ant at A because of aesthetics. <laughs> Man, not playing yeah. fair this year. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. All right, Don's gonna do the Dougie. We're taking a wait, hold on, wait. taking wait, a break real quick. I might stanky leg. Oh, you're gonna yeah. stanky leg? Oh, he's gonna do the stanky leg. I might stanky leg. Vent is getting what he paid for. Actually, said, actually, no. We're <laughs> this is gonna be disgusting. We're gonna put this back to 2016. Are you gonna hit them, folks? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, hey, you're gonna get a copyright struck. Stop that. You're gonna get us copyright struck. Turn that shit off. <laughs> Where's Mo? Where's Mo? Oh, Mo lagged out. Oh my god. I gotta wait for Mo. I gotta wait for Mo. Mo's shitty ass connection. <laughs> We're gonna whip in Nene. Oh my god. Okay, Mo's back. We're gonna whip in Nene. All right, hit that shit. You good? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Watch me, Nene. I was, I was, I was gonna sing for you. What the hell, me. man? Watch me whip. Weed. Watch me, Nene. Oh, I mean, ooh, watch me, watch me, ooh, watch me, watch me, ooh, ooh. That's ooh. the Odell special. That's the Odell special. <laughs> <laughs> what did I just see? Donovan, thank you, thank you so so much. I'm not dancing no more. Mo's, listen, if you want to see anybody else dance, it's Mo. It's his turn. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not. <laughs> I'm not the toes shit. though. He did the toes reveal. Toes <laughs> <laughs> <So> reveal. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious Whew. Uh, appreciate you man y'all running out of donations that's crazy <laughs> so yeah, is this still done. a podcast barely we're done, <laughs> we're done today that's hilarious bro KG tipped three dollars he said dick has been good in Toronto penetrates the hole and strokes him deep gonna need more D though I agree okay alright so <laughs> All right, guys. Where are we going with Anthony Edwards on our tier list? Back to the topic at hand. <laughs> we need. To, I think we need to put Tyrese Halliburton a tier down because it's already a little bit suspect putting him alongside Kevin Durant, but saying he's a whole tier better than Anthony Edwards at this state and time and alongside Kawhi Leonard just doesn't sit right just yet. Okay, let's put them both B. That's fine. That's fair. Yeah. They're the best of B tier, but we can do that. I'm with it. Where are we going to put Kyle Kuzma? Ooh, man. One of the hottest trade commodities who didn't get traded. He might be a D. That man yeah, is an F. That's a rhetorical question. Put, We're not going to discuss put, it. Put wow. F? <laughs> F? Okay, Obviously. 
Oh yeah. Take Cunningham at D and put Kyle Kuzma. He should stand alone as an F tier number one option. <laughs> I don't know. Cade's on the worst team in the league. I think they both deserve their spot in history in the F of our tier list. But who's better? Come on. Low key, don't don't even get me started. I don't even know. Like, I'm not, it's not gonna be as easy as you think it will be. <laughs> as a number one option, I think Cade would take me further places. But at the same time, <laughs> I mean, like they're battling for like. Shit. I will say <laughs> they both have they, eight nine wins on the season, so it's like, goddamn, what are we talking about right now? We're on Cade's watch, so <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Some of that Cade was hurt though. Cade was hurt for a chunk of that. A chunk, not the whole thing. He's there for a majority of that shit. <laughs> Where are we putting Alperin Sangoon? Ooh, D tier. What? No, D tier. Damn. See, I understand D because he's not as good as Larry or Zion, obviously. That's what that's that's why that's why I said I said D. I would rather have I like I, I guess they're closer to he's closer to them than like Demar, but definitely. Um but I mean I, I don't think he's it's like low in C tier. Yeah, opinion. I just don't I don't think it's crazy if you said like D plus or anything like that. Yeah, I I, I think C's fine. He's playing all star level this year. Didn't make it whatever, like sub all star, like if you want to say it's a lower end to C, cool, but I think he at least deserves C for sure. Yeah, I think right. lower end to C is the best way to describe it, so it doesn't look disgusting or crazy or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Where are we going to put Jason Tatum? got to be A, right? He has to be an A tier. Yeah, A tier for sure. Yeah, yeah be, he's A tier. It, it would be hating to put him in B, but also clearly not Me good enough for S tier. I will put him in B. I'll be dragging my I'm dragging my feet kind of to put him in A and I would rather You're put him like I tier B because I'd rather have every single guy over right now at the same time over someone like Jason Tatum. You think but, that Jason Tatum is just as much of a number one option as De'Aaron Fox? Yeah, get out of here. You're just forgetting no, because he's averaging less points this year. No, we're getting we're getting it's about Kawhi and how special he is and KD still doing what he does. It's not about Tatum. Tatum is just as good as KD. Tatum is probably better than KD, honestly. We're forgetting this year because he has such a great team and he's asked to do less. This man was averaging 28 to 30 for several years, highly efficient, leading team still, great defender. Like I, I like to hate him the Celtics as much as anybody. It's fun. He's as good as KD. All right. My hate has been triumphing again. We can go put him in it. <laughs> You're making me defend the Celtics? Good lord. <laughs> We're down I bad. <laughs> <laughs> Palo Bancaro. Um, he's an all-star. Tough, I want to be tough. like, every single player in C-tier is better than him by like a good a good margin. People I, yeah, people, people really love the idea of Palo Bancaro. It's not as good. How do I say I, it's not I, being a I'm hater? going C. I'm going C. Yeah, you got to watch your mouth when you talk to when you talk yeah. about. I and I, 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 oh, okay. I would pick this one up for, for you, Isaac. What the popular perception is not actually what is going on with Paolo Bencaro. And, Someone said Paolo's better than Zion. That's the exact problem. He's not better than Zion. Oh, and that's, that's, that's crazy. That's the thing. We talk all the time, especially over the last three weeks, how the first month, month and a half of the season, shapes a lot of people's perception of how a player is for the entire year or what their what their story right what their narrative is and paolo has been able to kind of not cruise but he's been able to make a living off of what he did in the first six weeks of last season right <laughs> and he when he came in and was lighting everything on fire everyone's like oh my gosh this number one overall pick is living up to the hype and there's been 
over a hundred games of basketball since then, and it just isn't the same as the first you know fifteen that we saw. So it's very it's very different. I would put him in C tier. It's gotta be it's D or C. It's gotta it's be D or C. I would say C. At okay. the back of my mind, I would want to put him in D, but the admiration that I got for Paula, I want to put him in C. The idea of him is way more fun than thinking about like what he actually is. So I'm we'll go see. We'll give him benefit of the doubt. His numbers aren't super impressive. He's asked to be in a very difficult situation with very little help and support around him. Low-key, Franz is just as good as him. Conversation for another day. We'll go see, so I'm not continuing my Paolo hate, but I would go D. Wait, Isaac. Why? Yeah, I don't think you're 110% wrong at all. I'm not wrong like, whatsoever. <laughs> I just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no. We'll table that. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that conversation later date. All right. That's something for the Isaac G show. Facts. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I already have. I've already shit on Palo on my show. I'll, I'll leave him alone. <laughs> Trey Young. Just, just make it a segment. Um, probably B. B. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he beats here for sure. Okay. He's listen. He has he has led a team to an Eastern Conference Finals before. He is an elite dual threat player in terms of passing and scoring. Right, he's not as good as KD or Trey or Jason Tatum, but is he as good as De'Aaron Fox? Right? Yeah. Is he on the is, is he on the same level, um, especially with the right situation around him as Tyrese? Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I, I would agree. Say B. He's reputationally not viewed nearly as high as his other guys right now. Big part of that is the team around him. Maybe some of their flaws on him. Maybe one day we'll get to see him with a better team that's more conducive to winning, and we'll see those flaws still being there. And then we'll account for it. But it's just, there's no reason to ding him more than everybody already has. We know he's highly underrated, highly criticized for bad reasons often. We don't got to further that. We can put him in B. I think he might, he might have a conversation. I think public perception on him has gone the complete opposite way. And it, it started to come back a little bit after the All-Star snub. But he might have a case for most underrated player in the league in terms of, or, or underappreciated um, that's that's underappreciated is a perfect way to go. Yeah, yeah, that was that's fair. music to my ears. I didn't have to say shit. There we go. <laughs> Listen, we got 861 likes right now. Can y'all get us to a thousand? That's my question. Who will thug shake for a thousand <laughs> likes and 150 dollars? No, 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 no. This was <laughs> yours, though. All right, you're giving him way too fucking much, Donovan. Let's ration the content. God damn it. <laughs> Wait, Wemby has seven blocks right now. <laughs> Holy no, shit! You're lying. You're Somebody lying. in the chat just said it. Let me check. Who are they playing right now? Oh, they're playing the Raptors. Wemby currently also, has 19 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, and 7 blocks. Crazy. Also, check the score of the Nuggets-Bucks game. Is it hilarious? It is 39 not, to 58, not. the Bucks are leading. Yeah. Crazy. Giannis is cooking. Jamal Murray has 0 points, and we're almost at halftime. Sheesh. Yeah, we'll, we'll check Gordon in with all the scores. After the tier list, we'll check in with all the scores and see what's been going on while we've been doing this. Crazy. All right, let's give people a big name. What are we doing with Mr. Stephen Curry? Previously, Man, previous years, easy S tier. This year, he had a rough stretch where shot wasn't falling. Big part of normal. that was the team around that's him was ass, and he was facing so much defensive attention that it was just hard for him to do anything, right? 2021, he dealt with that and was still great. You know, listen, he was three years younger. That was fine. He's not quite that good anymore. Doesn't quite have that level of play. But this past stretch, whenever they got, they got right, Draymond's back, Kaminga's been unleashed, they, he actually has help. He's looked pretty much like Prime Steph. He had dropped 60 points. He's looked great again. Do we keep him in S tier? 
I think it's easy to go ahead and like ding Steph whenever your team is not like looking as elite and he goes through his normal like, bro, who the fuck is this guy on the court every 10, 15 games per year? But personally, deep down, I know that he's still like an S tier player. It's just yeah. like the perception is just easily skewed. Over the last, what, 10 games, he's been averaging 33 on 50% shooting from the from the three point line on he's 14 times per game. Like that is stupid as hell, you know? And so. Yeah. That being said, don't let the don't let the Warriors season completely blind you from the talent that he is as an individual. Don't let 100%. it rob you of his last one of his last prime years. Hundred percent. Somebody in the chat is like, he can't be higher than Kawhi this season. The only reason you're saying that is because you're looking at the standings. We're not talking about the team. Kawhi has Paul George and James Harden, and they're cooking. He has so much more help this year. For the large part of this year, Steph Curry was having zero help. It was a disaster. We've seen them be together looking good for like 13 games, and it's a whole different conversation. You can't let team construction and, and situation affect your individual evaluation too much. Exactly. Put Steph in this. Put Let's him in go. This. Listen, call us eaters, call us whatever you want. Don't forget, don't pretend everyone's like, Shea's the best guard in the league, Luca's the best guard in the league. Curry's still in the conversation. Like, I, I declare that Luca's better than him now. Curry is still in the mix. He's not falling off. He's not cooked. The team is just trash. Don't don't forget about him. Yeah, I think it's still very much – he's still very much in the conversation. He didn't fall off at all. This team did for sure, but don't let it sway you. Yeah, man. Where are we going, LaMelo Ball? Woo-wee! He doesn't – oh, man, that's tough. Earlier in the season, right? I would have been I would, like, PC, but the injuries PC, right? fuck it up. The injuries fuck it up, man. It would be it would be insulting to the people in C right now, I think, to put Lamelo with him. Exactly. But then again, Lamelo yeah. has an all-star season under his belt when he was healthy. Maybe it's the same thing. Maybe we ding him too much for team construction and injuries. And that doesn't have very much to do with him as an individual. So maybe, maybe, maybe C is fine. It's yeah. tough. It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel great. I want to put him in, in D tier right now. Um, I do think that. It's kind of the same reason why we didn't put Kawhi in S is because of the injuries. And we haven't seen LaMelo be healthy for like a consistent yeah. stretch in a couple of years now. So I I think D probably works. And also, they suck. They suck too. <laughs> I, under, I understand that, that the team around them is bad. But if we're going to do that with um, with Cade and with and with uh, Kuz, we kind of have to do that yeah. with, with LaMelo just a little bit. And keep you know, in mind, these are all the best players in the world. So, like, they're all good. So, like, putting LaMelo on a D tier list of the 30 best players in the world, it's not like yeah. we're not pretending he's trash. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier in the year when he missed, like, I don't know, 20 some games, a chunk of time or whatever, um, that hurt. But he was hooping his ass off and he was putting up, like, 25 scoring scoring at the rim, which is, like, so rare for, Melo, for LaMelo Ball and the natural tendency of his game. But once he came back, of course, like he's had a little bit of rust, shot like 40% from the field, and he put up 22 points per game, which is like good when you're coming off an injury, but it's not like great. And with all those things like combining together, I think D is like the right place for him right now. Yeah, I think we can live with that. What do you think, Donovan? Yeah. All right, cool. Good points. Good points. Uh, Mikhail Bridges, also D? Oh, yeah, D for sure. D for sure. Well, I don't know. A lot of people guys, I, I, I would eh. say. I would DeMar, say F-tier. Yeah, DeMar and LaMelo are like all-star tier guys and they're healthy. Mikhail isn't that. Come on. M- if Mikhail Bridges is your best player. Yeah, okay. you're fucked. He's F tier. What are we talking about? 
That is true. That is true. That is true. Damn it. We love Mikel. We love Mikel. Great player. If this was a best second or third options, he's cooking. He's high. But yeah. as a best player on the team, we, we can't be doing that. Someone said Mikael over DeRozan. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'd rather have Mikael on my team for sure. Correct. I but if they had to be your best player on your team? You're screwed regardless. This depends on what way you want to get screwed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> from the back exactly. or from the front. You want to get hit from the back or the front, like, you're getting That's fucked crazy. regardless. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so visceral. What crazy imagery. But it's the truth. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. Crazy. All right, man. Uh, Scotty Barnes. Oh, he's a strong C. I love this one, yep. man. Definitely a C, I think. Yeah. Just as good as Sangoon, Lowry, a little bit better than Paolo, a little bit worse than Zion. I, I think C's makes sense. Agreed. Right. Solid Let's go. I'm good with Perfect. that. Perfect. Shout out, Scott, man. What a, what a redemption year he's having. From, yeah. from Donovan calling him Tyreek Evans to being me going on a fucking Back. rampage in our live Christmas episode saying he's going to be an all-star. What a turnaround for one year for Scotty Barnes. Yeah, exactly, bro. Shout out to Scotty. And they didn't make it the allegations. All-star. He's an all-star now, isn't he? The people hurt. Uh, I, I picked up. I picked him as an injury replacement too. Yeah, I was right. That's the same thing I did. All right, next up, Jalen Brunson, Donovan. Where are we going with your favorite man? Um, you gotta, you gotta put him in A. I, I, I think. Wow, put him I, in I, A. I, I do. I do think you have to. You have to put him in A. This is tough. Um, I think that Brunson. And actually, you know what? I, I'll be real. We can put him in B just because the guys in A are two-way guys, True. and you don't and you don't necessarily have to hide them on defense, right? Even Steph right now is a very like good, right, solid defender, and he's gotten better as his career comes on. And he's also Steph Curry, like he is at the peak <laughs> of offensive systems as it as it goes. And Brunson, as great as he is. There, the second side of that ball isn't as great, and his playmaking doesn't make up for that in a way to where yeah. you can put him at at an A tier. So I would say top top of B tier. Yeah, and he's been great. He's having a fantastic season as an individual scorer. He's been doing it all year. The team wasn't amazing before the OG Anobi trade. He was playing just as good. They were a middling Eastern Conference team, and the team around him got better. And it was exactly what they needed to become a fantastic team. Mm-hmm. And so those results match with an A tier first option, but you know the change in variable there wasn't him. You know he was still just as good. So yeah. you're gonna, which means depending on the players around him, he can give you a B tier type of thing or an A tier type of thing. You know, like it comes down to how good his supporting cast is. But I don't think he's elevating you in the way the guys above him are. Exactly. Y'all saying B and the chat saying B. We are here. Let's move on to the next. Love that. Shout out Jalen. Obviously having like an A caliber type of year if we're just looking at outcomes. But if we're just looking at outcomes, this would be the easiest tier list in the world. We got to do some critical thinking. Yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) Donovan Mitchell. Been incredible this year. Team's turning around. Jared Allen's playing like an all-star. Evan Moley's been good since coming back. His offense is looking a lot better. Garland, you know, still trying to figure it out, find his place in the hierarchy there. But D-Mitch consistently been incredible. Now, Donovan Mitchell is a small guard who should we, who we should really consider being in A tier. And with what he's done so far this season, last 18 games, the Cleveland Cavaliers are 17 and 1. His play style, his passing, his vision, and just the way he's been like 
slicing and dicing defenses this season, keeping the Cavaliers' hopes and dreams alive, might put him at eight tier for me. I think I agree. His passing is very underrated. I had a tweet the other day where I was watching one of their games. I forget which one. I had the thought, like, I want to see him be a full-time point guard in a team at some point. Like, he can play point guard. Like, I truly believe that like, he can, like, he has, you know, with Garland out. And they're the best they've been since he's been in a Cavaliers uniform. We need to view him in that light where, not saying he's an elite passer, but, like, I think he's a little bit better of a passer than Jalen Brunson. Like, he's not, that's, that's that oh, kind of the sure. tier. Like, the Brunson-Shea sure. type of passers where they're not, like, the best of the best, but, like, they can keep an offense moving and they can not be a black hole, not have any issue feeding his teammates. Like, mix that with his, obviously, elite scoring. He's legit, like, offensive hub. I wouldn't want to see him as, like, the number one one guy who's, like, doing, I don't know, maybe, like, Luca or... Oh, well, yeah, not that, not that. Or whatever. Not oh, my bad. Level. The tweet also that said... My tweet also said with an offensive hub big man, because that's why I need a passing hub big man. So like him and Sangoon, uh, where you have passing from the five, as well as Donovan Mitchell being the point guard, I need to see that. Uh, yeah, because I was about to say, that sounds like real Utah Jazz type timing. Obviously, he's a better player now than that, but I would like to see it. <laughs> Jazz with the one seed. Like, it works. Donovan, you look like you're confused right now. Because I, I, it's hard. It's I, hard. I, don't know. I don't know, man. It I, is hard. I think I'm going to have to settle on A tier, though. Yeah. I, I, I think I think that like the playoff Chatter ceiling, yeah, the, the playoff ceiling for for D Mitch is is normally very very high. He is listen, he's, he's a better scorer than than Anthony Edwards, um, and I think a lot of people we're putting Anthony Edwards in B. I think a lot of people would, would try to put him in A, but like when the the stuff that we've seen from him this year specifically and being able to be on a team with all of your top players gone and especially having Garland gone for a lot of the year and the other creators. So now all of the attention is, is on you and you're out here with, with, you know, Max Struess and George's Niang and you're, you're making it happen. I, I kind of have to put you in that light. Yeah. But like, is he just the top of B though? Like he's better than Anthony Edwards, but, but how much better he's better than Tyrese, but how much better, you know, like it, is putting I him in A the same thing I said we shouldn't do with Jalen, where we're paying too much attention to results based on the team as a whole? Well, no, but we've seen this in we've seen this in multiple in, on on two teams, right? Yeah. We've seen we've yeah. seen Donovan Mitchell led teams as the number one seed in the in in their conference, and even even last year with him and Garland and two small guards for a lot of teams, and obviously it's different because you have Mobley and you have Allen there. But for a lot of teams, two small guards in your backcourt means that you're going to be not you're not going to be a, a top elite defense, and they were still able to be yeah. the best defense in the league. For, you know, with him with him there, so shout out to him for that. Yeah, but he doesn't hinder your defense in that way that that maybe some other small guards do. I do think that you have to put him in it. All right, I just think look at the names there: Jason Tatum, Kawhi, KD, Donovan Mitchell's fantastic. Needs more love. He's a notch below that, and I, I, he's, I think he's closer to Anthony Edwards than he is to Jason Tatum. Really? Maybe it just mean how, like... I'm Jason starting to Tatum feel a certain type of way about it, Jason Tatum. Same. So, <laughs> I'm already so, there. So maybe, maybe that's not crazy. No, we, we're, we're first forgetting about Tatum. Man. We can't, don't forget because he has KP now and 20 more points. No, it's there. not about KP. It's, I promise you it's not about KP. Yeah. It's about Jason Tatum. <laughs> it's about him and his individual game and what... 
Right, fuck Jason Tatum. Fuck Jason Tatum. Fuck Jason Tatum. Donovan Mitchell is closer to Anthony Edwards than he is Kawhi. I'll say that then, or that he is KD for sure. I mean, that's a that's the a, KD playoff stuff. All right, I'm not voted. There we go. You can be a Terry. That's fine. That's fine. The, the the KD playoff stuff has been something that we do need to keep our eye on. True. So true. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. He can be a. I'm not. I'm not. I love Donovan Mitchell. Just a quick note. Just a quick note. I won't. I won't hate my way down to B. I'm not going to force that. I'm showing a lot of love to Donovan Mitchell, though, for sure. Yeah, I- I'm okay with recency bias because he doesn't get enough love normally, so I'll let it happen. Oh, I forgot about Anthony Simons. Shoot them in D or F. <laughs> F. Oh, Put shit. him in F. Damn. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot no about him. conversation about, about it? Listen, what are we going to say? <laughs> he's a he's a number one option that's also low key a trade target. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> put, put him in up. <laughs> All right, man. Damn, we got a lot of heavy hitters left. John Morant. Mm. Gotta be A, right? A tier. What'd you say? I mean I'd say it has A-tier. to be A tier. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I agree. He's better than Donovan Mitchell. A A tier. Mmm, man. Let me try to roughly order that, these. With would you, say, that's, would that's, you that's, say he's really done, like clearly better than Donovan Mitchell? I don't think yes, so. Yes, every time we've ever done a ranking, we put Jaw higher. We cannot let recency bias kick our ass. When John, when John Morant is healthy, he's done nothing but lead winning teams. Done nothing but drive high-level teams. But, but clearly the better than Donovan Mitchell? Has I don't know. I don't know. Is like, <laughs> All is, recency is, bias is on our ass. <laughs> is Donovan Mitchell? I mean, we have more data now. But like, okay, okay, fair, fair. Is the, is the way that Donovan Mitchell has played over you know this season? Have we forgotten about, or have have we underappreciated what Donovan Mitchell is able to yeah. do? You know, and yeah, so that, that's all. Like, how 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 big is the gap between job mm. for you? How big is the gap between not job big. and not big? Like I, I think job, when, like the gap was like huge. That's why I'm like clearly bugging. I mean, no, no. I mean, so if it's like. They're both within like the eleven to sixteen range of players in the league for me when they're healthy. So like they're both in the same tier. I've just like I've never really hesitated to say Jaws better before. So I'm not gonna let myself like forget about that just because Jaws not healthy and Demitch is thriving. You know, like every time they've both been healthy, thriving, always easily said we're going with Jaw. They have to. But be it's close. Healthy. It's close. They're, they're in the relative same range. So I, I maybe I made it sound too dramatic. I didn't mean it to be like Demitch is like way worse. We hit one k likes. Woo! Woo! Shout out to the- Eaters out there, man. Y'all did y'all thing today. Where do we go with Luka Doncic? Put him in S tier. Easy. If anybody just in the chat tries to put him any tier below S, I'm coming to your house and I'm stealing all your towels. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be. Oh, Donovan like that again. What is with y'all today? <laughs> Bro, I have no idea. Y'all cannot stay in here without lagging out. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, on I'm on the Ethernet. Too. I'm not even doing anything. Tough. The the yeah. rat Wi-Fi is wearing off on us. It's crazy. I mean, we got 1,400 people in here. We crossed 1,000 likes. Can we get to 1,400 likes? We got, we got a lot of stream left. I think y'all can do it. Now, that will be record-breaking if y'all got us to 1,400 likes while we were live. Never done yeah. before. Exactly. A special moment. Where do you want to go with Jimmy Butler? What's Weird one. Weird February, one. right? Can we can can we break Jimmy Butler into two? <laughs> and say playoffs Jimmy, Jimmy Butler and regular season Jimmy Butler? How about we just go ahead and we add a row below? We get here. We make this okay. row say uh playoff MJ. 
Okay. <laughs> and then we put Jimmy Butler in there right below S and A. We'll make this have its own little special color. It can be bright blue. And there's Jimmy Butler. Okay. I like that. There we go. <laughs> there we go. I, 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 I have no idea where to put him um, like on a regular basis. Yeah. You, you, you cannot gauge Jimmy Butler with any source of reality, any source of logic compared to everybody else. Because yeah. right now he's not an all-star. D- didn't sniff an all-star. Doesn't deserve it by any means. But we know come playoff time, we're going to be like, oh my fucking God, I forgot this guy's a top six player in the world when it matters. And it's the same cycle every year. It never fails, except for that one year in 2021 where he went out sad. But other than that, it never fails. We forget that year existed. He's just a playoff god, and he gets his own tier because we can't do anything else. We can't judge him in reality. Exactly. All right, who's up next? (laughs) Who's up next? Shea Gildas Alexander. Also A tier. A tier. A tier. He can't be an S. He can't be an S. But, um, this is actually hard. Um, no, it's because... not. I think you're on. You're on to something. Shay's playing at a level that could deserve S. For sure, but we have to see that level be reached in the playoffs. Yeah, but that's lazy though. He, we, he, he's never failed in the playoffs, so we can't hold it against him. You know, like there's no reason to believe he's gonna fall off in the playoffs. So we can't just you're like. Right. I mean, no, you haven't been no, there yet. Like, it's not his fault. You're I mean, right. He, I mean, he had a he had a. He had a chance last year, and and yeah, well, come the, on, the team wasn't got, that level got his, yet. Got his teeth kicked in, um, but I, and again, I don't think he's going to fail. But I do think that there is a level of you have to do it before we say again. Nobody thinks you're going to fail, and that's fine, right? Just go out and meet expectations, and that's okay. But there are like levels of accomplishments that you do have to do, where all yeah. the other guys ahead of him. Have done that to a certain degree. Yeah, he was first team All NBA last year, and he got better. He's gonna be first team All NBA again. Like, it feels like we're there's no again. We're not. We haven't seen anything that makes us think he's anything less than S. Like, of course, of course. But like, I would I would say to that the first time when we get later to into this uh, into this tier or into this list, there's going to be guys that have repeatedly failed and they are still going to get their stuff because the regular season is so great and so all i'm saying is there is you do have to prove it right i would have never thought that i would have seen ben simmons lag out in the playoffs but then you (laughs) but but then you go ahead and you see it and sometimes people shock you and so i just you know just just until that happens we'll put shay in a Okay, you're going firmly A. I am a strong proponent that Luke, that Shea has earned his way into S tier, shown us nothing but S tier level play for two years in a row. The fact he lost last year, of little importance because the team shouldn't have been there in the first place. He got them overachieving to be, even be in the playing race. The team was starting Jalen Williams, a 6'9 center who doesn't rebound and doesn't defend the rim all year, and he got them into the playing race. As soon as he has a real team around him, They've been one of the best teams in the league. They, he's done nothing. It's not like a Joel Embiid situation where we've seen him actively fail. We can't ding people just because they're young and haven't gotten there yet. He's done. He's done no sort dinging. of negative. It's not. It's not. It's not dinging. I, it I is when the other caliber plays S tier though. We also said that S tier is going to have five people in it, right? And true. there's two names on this list 
that probably deserve to be in S tier. So unless you unless you want to yeah. start off the dialogue of Embiid versus Shea, then let's Isaac. keep saying it. Let there be six people. I don't care. That's no. fine. Roughly five. It doesn't gotta be five. Let's go with integrity over arbitrary numbers. Uh am I the well, tiebreaker here? You are, chat? unless you want to unless you want to get a chat vote in here. But they're gonna go, they're oh obviously gonna pick Shea S tier. Yeah, but they're gonna be picking him for S tier for like the wrong for the, all the wrong reasons. A lot of people were saying A for Aura. <laughs> and S for S Skims. For <laughs> S for Skims. Yeah, like, like he's that. been better than Curry the past year, two years, two seasons in a row. He's going to be first-team All-NBA guard again. Like, he's playing on that level that he – to me, it would be disrespectful to put Shea outside of S tier. And I know people, people are going too far with the hype, but I, th I think it would be disrespectful to not give him S. I cannot confidently say that he's been, like, just outright better than Curry because – I just meant he got first-team All-NBA. That's all I meant. That doesn't mean anything to me. When it comes to like thinking yeah, about something. what this tier list should be, when it that, comes to that, what, it's that's nothing true. when it comes to what this tier list is about, which is the best number one player on the best option, point blank period. I get it. It and, doesn't mean everything. But if you're if you're voted one of the two best guards in the league two years in a row, it means something. I give Luca props all the time for being first team All NBA four to five years of his career. That's a ridiculous accomplishment. Doing it two years in a row is not easy. That's 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 right. you. But but at the same time. If you were if you were building a team right now to win a championship this year, are you taking Steph or are you taking Shea? I think I'm taking them both in the same tier. <laughs> you know, like I'm keeping they're equal footing <laughs> no, right now. No, no, no. You're on the you're on the clock, right? You are starting your team right now. Are you taking Shea or are you taking Steph? Axe well, to your knees, well, Isaac. Who are that, you that, taking? That counts. I mean, if you say taking your team right now, Shea because of age, but for your no, actual no, no, question, no, no. like for one, one year, year, one year. I guess, I guess Steph, I guess for one playoff run, but I'm not saying Steph should be in a higher tier. I'm saying they should be in the same tier. Like, I'm not saying Shea's above him. I'm saying he's on equal footing with no. him. And my, and my, and my thing, the reason why I ask you that is because of what Mo said, where he's like, this tier list should be because of who is the best number one option. And so if you're going to say Steph is a better number one option and you're using the, you know, Shea has been first team all NBA, Mo's right. That, that in this, in this situation, that doesn't necessarily mean everything and I wouldn't give Shade the tiebreaker over that to say that he's in that same tier and so I would put him at A. Sure I yeah I wasn't a. saying that the tiebreaker is because he was first team All-NBA I'm just saying that goes to show that he's playing an elevated level of being a first team All-NBA caliber player multiple years in a row fine. without failure. Go ahead and like, do it. Go ahead and do it. I am a huge fan of showing extra love to players so people can like understand just how good they are but there, with that comes very dangerous territories of just like, like insane expectations being placed on there, and I don't want to like. What's the rush to go ahead and put him at S tier? Are you gonna? Is he gonna die tomorrow? No, keep him. I mean, it's just a, just a tier list. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the rush? Let's put him in A. But, but look at the name. Can you put him in the same tier as Donovan Mitchell after what you've seen the past two years? Is that really feel fair to you? Does that feel like we're yeah. giving Shay the justice he deserves for what he's done yeah. the past two years? That's, yeah. oh, that's crazy I feel, to me. I feel, I, feel, I feel very good about that because, and it's, you're looking at it as Shay's already an S tier guy and it and it's disrespectful and you're knocking him for not having the playoff stuff. I'm going into it very even of, I expect you to continue your level of play. I don't expect you to fail. All you have to do is go and do what you normally do, and that's going to be fine. But all these other guys have shown that, and that is also a very big part of being a number one option. 
is delivering in the playoffs. That's the reason why Jimmy Butler has his own tier. That's the reason why Donovan Mitchell, honestly, might be in this category because his playoff ceiling is very, very high. So I just want to see Shea go ahead and do it. And then I have no problem. Like Mo said, I have no problem if okay. we do this tier list again in June, putting you in S tier. Fair. Again, not right it's now. not crazy logic. I'm not saying it's insane. It's parsing here. I understand. So I'm not voted. It's fine. If, it, if he has one nice playoff series then I'd be fine putting him in S tier. It doesn't matter how what happens to the OKC Thunder. I just need to see him do it. And I am more than confident. Out of all the young players rising in the NBA today, he's the guy where I'm like, I know he's going to perform the playoffs. Yeah, and I get but, it. And I think he's like the sixth best player in the league. So if we're doing the top five thing, I understand it. Like, it's, it's fine. Yeah. And going by my logic, too, I think he's, yeah, I agree. He's like five, six best player in the league. So he probably, like, I would want to come through put him in S, but I just need to hold the horses just yet because i've put yeah. players before like way further than they were supposed to be and it's been me in the ass plenty of times and i i've learned from that lesson yeah the difference eight. is you guys need to see it happen in the playoffs i'm like i i'm gonna assume it does until it doesn't so that's the difference there that's fine that makes total that's sense fair. it makes total sense someone said Wemby has 10 blocks oh my goodness isaac <sighs> where the fuck is Wemby going in this tier list well, there we go next name now Oof. donovan where do you want to put Wemby? I gotta put him in B, right now. B already. Right, okay. Right now. Right. Right now. Right now. I have to put him in B. There's still, um, if we were talk, if we were projecting and going out into the future, he's obviously S tier. But right now, in this moment, there's still some um, some offensive, you know, limitations to him as a number one player that I would like for him to improve. So I would I would put I would put him in B. It's going to be tough because people are immediately going to be like, he wasn't even an all-star. His team is terrible. How can you put him high? For like, again, strictly looking at results, not process, not contextually who's around him, what role he's in, the fact he's on a minutes restriction, the fact that he's playing with lackluster talent around him, all that. But him as an individual, just his performance and what we can project in all things being equal, everybody has competent team around him. You cannot tell me with a straight face that you think that Scotty Barnes would like lead you to a better team right now. No, no, it's it's B minimum. It's B minimum. Yeah. And like, listen, I've been making a lot of Wembenyama propaganda content on my personals. So I'm seeing how everybody feels about it. All the casuals are like, oh, you're so stupid. He's on a terrible team. He's a rookie. People are so late to come around. He he has 10 blocks tonight. He's the best rim protector in the NBA immediately. Like people don't quantify defense into this nearly enough. Like truly DPOI level defender. 20 point per game score with ease on a minute restriction. If you look at his stats from since he became a starting center, it's like 22 points per game on like 26 minutes. That's absurd. He's a great offensive player too. His stat line tonight is 27 points, 14 rebounds, 10 blocks, five assists. <laughs> he has a triple double with blocks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and five assists. This man's a goon. I'm putting him in B. We're putting him in B that's, at least. That's crazy. This man's a god. What the hell? Yeah, listen, what if I got to be the preeminent Victor Womanyama glazer on the internet, I'll do it. Um, it's ridiculous to not put him in B. Yeah, I think when it comes to wow. jumping ahead of a lot of players or getting getting ahead a little bit, Wemby seems to be, he is literally the exception of it because everyone sees it. Yeah. Shout out to Mike, donate $1. Honest question, could Wemby win DPOY as a rookie? No, because DPOY goes to the best defender on the best defense and his team is too shitty to be that high defensively. But could he be like an all NBA defensive team? I think he should. 
He definitely should. He definitely should. I would also think that he should be in the conversation for defensive player of the year, but also, like, I just know that's not going to happen because of the way politics and it takes people, like, a little bit of time to show it, put it, like, show attention to what players are really locking shit up and have that reputation, and Wimby just simply doesn't have that yet. Yeah, and, and just, they don't give it to anybody that's not a top three defense in the league for their team. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. Donovan, what would you like to do? Okay, first of all, we haven't got to Giannis. Can, can He's just, here. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. If we could okay, just no debate there. Still Giannis there. What do you want to do with Joel Embiid? So interesting because he's okay. been balling out of his goddamn mind. We witnessed give, another. Give, give me, give me thirty game. seconds to think. Okay, here's about my it. question. I'll, I'll let's contact. Let me zoom my camera out. We'll take thirty. How seconds. important on a scale of one? How much are we leaning to playoff resume with this? Of strictly like, have you done in the playoffs? How much does that matter to you guys? Because it matters for sure. It matters for sure. But how much? Like, are you going to be? Is the is it more important the playoffs in the regular season for you for this list? It's a combination of both. Uh, I hold, I hold regular. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's hard. That's hard mind. because, like, oh, different question. My bad. How much? Out. How much do injuries? How much leeway are you giving injuries? Because a big part of Joel Embiid's failures every year in the playoffs are health related. It's always he's playing through injuries. Usually, granted, he's had some games where he just shits himself, doesn't make shots, gets locked up. Previous years, but like as of late, when he's been MVP caliber, more often than not, the playoff woes are injury related. And yeah. granted, if you can't stay healthy, you can't stay healthy. Are we going to just like say like, listen, that's the reality we live in? Or are we going to show grace to people who are unlucky with injuries? That might be the reality that we live in. I'm looking at S tier. I have Jokic, Steph, Luka, and Giannis. As those guys on the best player of my team, I have no worries about any nicks or dings really affecting them heavily in the playoffs. But for Joel Embiid, he's the epitome of that. And do I really want to put him at A tier for that? I don't know. Like, it just it feels so first takey oh. to just be like, do it in the playoffs as the only thing. It does matter a lot. So I'm not 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 to say like it's not an equation, but when you're that dominant, especially this year before he got hurt, like at a certain point that can't be everything. Just because that those type of results are so contextual that we can't. There has to be other reasons with like some thought besides just you haven't done it in the playoffs. You know. I understand all of that. I think I have to put him in it. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go that. No, but I like it. I actually like it's very hard, um, just because I think that for, like we said with Shea, and we're not putting him in S because we we just want to see it in in the playoffs, and there's no reason to think that he's not going to perform at that level, but he just hasn't done it. We want to wait and see. And Beats had several playoff runs, and it's not just the results, right? If this, if we were having this conversation after 2019, and it was, oh, Kawhi just hit the one of the craziest buzzer beaters in NBA history, then it would be a little bit different. We're four or five years removed from that, and the process has been very, very bad. We've seen several bad playoff games, bad playoff series, and to not make the conference finals being this dominant when you ask your best player to show up, right? One of the reasons why we hate on Sabonis a lot is because you you put limitations on your team to where in the playoffs, there's going to be a ceiling. And with Joel Embiid up until this point, whether it be because of injury or his own play style, there is a ceiling 
on the 76ers until further notice because question. he's there. How many of these series that he lost were you expecting his team to win? That's the question. You say he hasn't made the conference finals. I agree. You have that's to a, keep that's, mind. A, that's a different question because I didn't no. expect him to win because I expected him to not. Okay, let's I, pretend you know it's not that. Thing? How many of these series has he had the better team where he was the favorite? Last year he played Boston. Boston was the favorite. He was not expected to win that series. If he pulled it out, great. It wouldn't have been crazy shocking. No, Boston was the better team. I'm not going to ding him for losing to Boston in seven. Granted, he, he didn't close that game. He had 15 points, 5 for 18 from the field, playing through injury with his knee injury. Wasn't good. Last two games, they, they lost two games in a row that they could have closed the series out. Not a great moment for him by any means. It was awful. But he lost to the better team. You know, so like, up, and we go year up, by year. That happens two, a lot. Up 3 2. Yes. Up yeah. 3 2. Now, he should have beat the Heat in 22. Something that I'll say, it's, it's not about like whether or not you should be, how, how this player performs when it comes to is he favored or not and all this other stuff. It's about how you go out. That's the biggest issue. It's okay to lose. It's how you lose. Oh, yeah, like, yeah exactly. Last year he lost outside. Correct. That's a good, good idea. But like against Atlanta, he didn't go outside. 37, 22, 31 the last three games. 52% from the field, 60% from the field. Game six was terrible, which that was famously one of his other worst games in the playoffs. So he, they should have beat Atlanta. There was a lot of reasons they fell apart there, not related to just him. I think nobody really hates on him too much for that one. Miami's probably the worst one. They, they should have won, right? I would say I would say Atlanta, Atlanta or or Miami are can be argued as the worst ones because they were the one seed and they were down th- and they were down three two to the Hawks. Um, yeah, but that was a everybody else around him shit himself rather than just Joel Embiid playing poorly. I think he more often played well that series than not. You know that was the infamous Ben Simmons falling apart. Doc Rivers put on a masterclass of shit. It was nothing good that series. That, I don't think that one was a Joel Embiid meltdown. Obviously, he could have gone superhero sickle mode and won the series for his team like the other best players in the world could have. He I mean, didn't do terrible. A, you got a 4-20 game. You got a 9-24, 7-14, and a 16-point win. I mean, okay, so they, they probably played decent in that game. But, again, you're still down. You're still down 3-2 to, what, the 5 seed, I think? Uh, yeah, because I think the Knicks were the 4 seed. So you have you – have, a series where you are the one seed and you lose in the second round, a series in which you had the better team than than Miami, and again you lose, and a series where you were up 3-2 against the Celtics. Also, on your home floor in game six, had it done and let Jason Tatum go crazy in the last three yeah. minutes of the game and go outside in game seven. This is year after year after year. Again, three but the last years, two were injury-related. The last two, he was hurt playing through it. And I remember correctly, 2022 was a disaster class for James Harden the first year he got there. It was Big shit fest. Yeah. <laughs> but Joel Embiid was hurt. So these last two was playing through injuries. So how much does that that's, matter to you? How much does that matter? That's our, that's, that our, that's our reality. That's our reality. Again, but are we, are we being results-based or are we being talent-based? And, like, again, yeah, injuries happen. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying either one's right or wrong, but, like, you know, is it unlucky? You know, it's kind of hard. I think for somebody who has been as dominant as Joel has in the regular season and somebody who is like, you know, before the injury on his way to, to like three straight scoring titles and, to, you know, back-to-back MVPs and doing all that type of stuff, you kind of have to be results-based at this point because it's not about it, – we understand how great you are. We understand that the Sixers are going to be one of the elite teams in the regular season and – 
really when it gets down to it, whether you're the one seed, the two seed, or the three seed isn't a massive, massive difference. So I kind of have to lead in A. Right, let's, make, let's make a poll. Let's see what chat thinks. Shout out to Tom Zahedal tipping $5. Hot take. Zion is F tier. Also, I plan to bring my fake ID on yeah, Friday. Yeah. See you there. There we go. Woo! <laughs> Shout out to Bryce Crispy for donating $1. He said, will Wemby's career be better than KD's? Hard to say. A lot of time to go there. We'll see. Doug Shaker donated $1. Appreciate you. And Mike donated $1. Appreciate all y'all. Appreciate everyone donating. Yeah. We'll okay, it? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this chat poll going. I feel... Embiid's weird. Obviously, the playoff thing isn't there. But you guys said it's a mixture of both, right? And when you're so absurdly dominant in the regular season and truly one of the three best players in the world, it's easy to be like the playoff thing is like, nope, you can't be there because you didn't do it. But you got to keep in mind, it's a mixture of both, not just the playoff thing, you know? So, like, as low as you think he is come playoff time, that other regular season part is so fucking high, it might earn him the bottom of S tier. Yeah, that regular season is, yeah, that regular season is super high. But I'm sitting here and I'm like, the easiest way to contextualize this conversation for me is like, does he belong in the same tier as someone like Kawhi Leonard? Because he's kind of like, both have like, had some serious issue things, injury things going on. The only difference is like Kawhi Leonard is that fucking dude in the playoffs. The second he touches there at the most important time of the year, when I need him the most, and Joel doesn't do that for the injuries and all that other stuff. But it's just, I, it's just it's tricky. We can't treat the regular season like it doesn't matter. You know, I feel like it's a tricky thing people fall into a lot. Type of conversations is like just playoff or bust, and like sample size has to matter in the day. Like we play the games for a reason. So like. It just feels weird to, we say it's a mixture of both, but really we mean it's what you do in the playoffs. If he, if he had made a conference finals, that would be something different. They haven't been out the second round. And it's that, I think that's the part where I really, really get tripped up on because you've never even been in a position to get to, to the finals. You've never, you've never won one, two playoff series. And that as like a number one seed and as a dominant player, you've gone into these series and a majority of the times the Sixers have had the best, the quote unquote best player in the series. And they Mm -hmm. haven't been, and they've been in situations to win the series and they haven't been able to to close the deal. And a lot of that does fall on Embiid. Dude, this poll is 50-50 right now. This is crazy. (laughs) This is so divisive. I, I, that's nuts. 50-50 exactly. It keeps going back and forth. Yeah. Personally, you know is? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. what is it? I, I just feel like Joel Embiid is such a weird circumstance that like, yeah, I, I understand completely, but it's just such a high level play otherwise that I feel like we have to like, well, I mean, I was going to say give, view him a little bit differently because like there's other players that have never won are like unanimous playoff chokers, like famously that happens. Ooh. It's rare somebody as good as Joel Embiid, you know. Would we have okay if this was 2019? Where would you have put James Harden? Oh, this is probably tw- in probably in in A tier as well. Mm. That would have been nuts. But, but 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 actually, but actually, listen, they did. They've made conference finals. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, Harden, fair. Is, Harden is like what you would. It's a different conversation, slightly yeah. different because he's he's had plenty of playoff games. Great playoff games before. I think yeah. his playoff reputation is like tarnished just a little bit fair too enough, much. Fair enough. But regards to the fact, like 
I think I might lean towards Joel Embiid being A tier because he is, with all the things combined, if he's my best player on a night to night basis, including like regular season and playoffs, I'll be less confident and I'd be worrisome with what he'll be able to give me. On a consistent but doesn't so, it feel crazy to put an MVP? It does feel crazy, like, but that's just it the feels nature like, of that's who he is. It's weird that I'm the one that's arguing for these guys to be higher. I feel like normally be the other way around, but like I don't know. It just it feels it feels strange to not put. Uh, clearly, we all think he's a top five player in the NBA to not put him in S tier. I just think, obviously, the regular season matters a lot, and I do think that. For a lot of people, it's been devalued and some people don't necessarily care about it. At the end of the day, we play all of this to win a championship. And if your best player is not able or has shown you multiple times that he has failed in his job to lead you to even be in a position where you can accomplish your goal, that that is a knock. It's a a problem. It's a problem because he's done he's done it. With multiple, he's done it on multiple eras. He's done it. He's done it with Ben Simmons. He's done it with James Harden. Right? Had it with Tyrese Maxey. There have been three iterations of the Sixers team, and it's and it's gone bad every time, and it's ended bad every time. Hey man, right now yeah. the vote is still 50-50. It's currently S tier has marginally more, but it's still 50-50. Whew. Yeah. At that point in time, I'm just like, if I have to have all these worries about you, what's the point of like you being? My best player. I feel like I have better sleep at night if I put Joel Embiid in S tier, and I might want to do that on my flop because it's just like it makes my brain my brain at ease. Like, <laughs> okay, like I generally know that like on mm-hmm. most nights he's best, he's better than all these motherfuckers that A, B, C, D, F, whatever. But it's like but even the, like, but let the Easter Bunny come out and it starts to turn into April, May, and June, <laughs> and now we're talking and now we're talking about a different Joel Embiid that we've seen and. If it was just one year, I would understand. Even if it was two years, I would say, okay, we could probably put him in, in A. But this is something that's been the case for four or five years now. But again, they and all haven't been the same. Like, it's so, you can't, every, it hasn't been four years of what we saw in the last two games of last year. It hasn't always been that. How, if ever, but like, every single time there's a new excuse or there's a new quote unquote. Excuse, come the, on. No, listen. You you're you're gonna take that you're gonna take that word and you're gonna think of it as like extremely extremely negative, and you're gonna be like, oh, well, there's like it's not an excuse, it's a reason. But every time I ask, but every time I ask you, right? Every time I, I ask you, why why aren't the Sixers getting it done in the playoffs? Why isn't Joel Embiid doing X, Y, and Z in the playoffs? You always have some. There's always something that you can say. Oh, this happened. This happened. This happened. Where. Just get it done. Like I don't, I don't care. Get it done. <laughs> I, 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 you have. There has to be a certain point where you look at the best player and you say, "Just get it done," because all the other guys just got it done. They, right. they, 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 it just happened. Like and Luca, Luca is is on here. He had Luca was playing with a young or younger Jalen Brunson, and Reggie Bullock. <laughs> right, as his as his crew, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, in in the bubble. Let's talk. And about he's it. out here making, and he at least made the conference finals before Joel Embiid. Yeah, but why is like? Uh, I mean, okay, I get it. Conference finals is 
further than the second round. I but like we're treating conference finals like it's get it done when like he can make the conference final. If last year he would have won the game seven and then went out sad in the conference finals, that wouldn't have changed your opinion. You would have been like, oh, he made no, the conference finals, true. but he that's, didn't get no, it that's done. Not like true. that's not true. That, that's not true because that's the same. That's we literally just said three minutes ago. That's why I view James Harden differently because you made it to a conference finals. Getting mm-hmm. getting to getting to the point where you are at least in position to play for the NBA finals. That is a very very big difference than going out sad in, in the second round, especially when three years in a row we've seen you. Two of those years you had the better team, and one of them you were up three two on on your home floor with the chance to close it out. And 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 if you want to look at these situations and just be like. Oh well, stuff happens. Okay, fine. Like if you're if you're gonna discredit that stuff in the playoffs, then okay, I guess. But that is a major part of being one of the best players in the world. Yeah, I get it. Okay, well, we're clearly we're at a standstill. Okay. Mo, where are we going? You're the tiebreaker. The chat is at fifty-two percent S tier, forty-eight percent A tier. Where are you going, Mo? I will put them at. You go either one of two ways. Put them at a high tier, front of A tier, or put them at the back end of S tier. And back into S tier might be the best way to go. So because, like, for being real, he's so you simply S? better than a lot of those guys. So I'm going, like, low-end S tier. Yes, finally. Low-end S tier. Finally, I win one. I lost it. I'm so glad I win one. <laughs> you understand he's not going to be in the playoffs again this year, right? Well, his leg fall off this year. I'm not, I mean, tough. <laughs> and, and, one, and once again, we're going to lose. Oh, they both lagged out. <laughs> How hilarious is that chat? They lagged out. <laughs> I'm not bringing them back in. This is my fucking stream. <laughs> wow. You guys lagged out at the same time. <laughs> oh, Mo lagged out again. That's crazy. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, this is you- hilarious. You guys are back. Weird. Right. We fell out we're, for here. Us. we're here. That's crazy. Right, that's All fine. Right. Just LeBron James. Hide, hide we have one more left. LeBron James. Case. <laughs> Where do we go with LeBron James? LeBron is in A tier. He's in A. Yeah. If the it King was LeBron of like two, three years ago, uh, I think this would be S tier for sure. But, you know, LeBron's getting up there. Can't do what he does and take over games the entirety of the game like he used to, which is completely fine for his age. But at the same time, for him to be still this elite and take over like quarters and <laughs> at certain turns of the game, like, I think A tier is fine. Fair. Yeah, yeah, I don't really have any arguments with that. I mean, we know he has S tier peak, but consistently, there's a reason. His, the fact that LeBron's teams every year are in the play-in race, despite having another star who's playing great, like nobody has any issues with AD this year, shows you that as great as he is, as good as the numbers are, as much as we know he can take over fourth quarters, his consistent impact from start to finish of the game isn't what it once was. You know, like... Prime LeBron would elevate these teams to be better than nine seed, even with the immense issues they have and lack of supporting cast. The twenty eighteen yeah. Cavs still won a lot more games than these Lakers are. Yeah. Exactly. Oof, man. Granted, it was a weaker Eastern Conference, so maybe that's the only reason why. But you know, multiple years in a row of being a mediocre team, and you know, as for the fault that some of the guys in S tier have, they they simply have a floor raising factor that current LeBron doesn't currently have. He's more of a ceiling guy at this point where if you get him into the fourth quarter of a big game, he's going to pull that shit out. But over a long sample size, it's just hard to put him in the same tier. The ceiling that he provides is simply different. You hit it on the money. And that's why a lot of teams are scared shitless if you go ahead and have to face the Lakers in the first round. That's every team's worst nightmare. And that's why I didn't put AD here. 
Yes. I mean, okay, if you're the, if you're the fucking Oklahoma City Thunder and you see the Lakers in the first round as a 7-2, you're fucking scared. Be, That's not fun. That might be food. For who? The Lakers? For the Lakers or OKC? No, for OKC. Okay, you might think that. I fucking promise you Mark Dagnall does not think that. He wants to see anybody else. He wants to see who else is in that playing range. He would much rather see the Mavericks. I'm telling you that. Well, anyway, maybe not. The Mavericks are on the come up, come up but whoever's going to be there instead, you know, I promise you he'd rather see the Warriors than he would rather see LeBron and AD. Yeah, exactly. So because it's like matchup base. There's not a lot of teams in the Western Conference outside, of course, like the Denver Nuggets who are like, ooh, and maybe like the Clippers who are like, ooh, that's like not really great. And I guess you can so you can throw in Minnesota into that conversation as well. It's like, ooh, like that kind of gives us problems in like a multitude of ways because the AD and LeBron and the pressure that they provided to rent and shit. So it's like... Yeah. Is there anything else that we want to change on this list? Point, I guess S tier is probably pretty good. We debate those at length. You guys still feel good about Shea and A? KD and A? Yeah, I still feel good. I, yeah, I feel okay. really good about Shea and A and KD and A. I feel better about Joel and S as time goes on. How do we feel about DeMar and D? Because the Bulls are like, they also suck. And He's not even their best player right now. That's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, they've gotten better. They've gotten better, at least right now. They've gotten better because Kobe White has, like, ascended and, and is starting to, to play a lot better. But if Kobe White was the player that he was last year and it was just DeMar DeRozan in this situation, are the Bulls, what, 10 seed? Like, Yeah, but keep in mind, they're always playing. We never say the Bulls are mid and they're always 14 seed. Always playing. He keeps, he keeps those mid-ass teams in the play-in. You know, F-tier, Cade, worst team in the league. Kuzma, worst team in the league. Simons, worst team in the league. Mikhail, I guess a little bit better than worst team in the league, but they're not in the play-in. They're right outside the play-in, and it's like they're probably... Mikhail is the issue, in my opinion. Mikhail and DeMar for me. What, you want to put Mikhail and D? Either Mikhail and D or DeMar DeRozan got to join him in F. DeMar's not F. That's a dis- DeMar is still a good player. Nobody's saying he's bad. We're saying players. as the best player on your team. Anthony Simons and Kyle Kuzma are an F tier. They, they <laughs> raise up Mikael Bridges. Do y'all feel that strongly about Mikael Bridges being deep? No, sure, if you want. No, it's, it's more. It's more about Demar. I I want Demar <laughs> to be lower, but you don't want um you don't want him to be on the same tier as Cade, Kyle, and Simon. So we can compromise and put Mikael higher off. Of All right, lives. sure, Mikael, welcome like, to D tier. <laughs> best player on the team, and his team is not one of the worst in the NBA. You deserve to be in D tier, Mikael. Fair enough. That's a good. That's a good. For you. That's a good good way to phrase it. If your team is not one of the worst teams in the NBA, I mean, I guess Lamelo would be F tier for that example, but he's too good for that. Obviously, Shit. we got we got to weigh talent to this at some point. You know, it's not just results. I mean, what do you mean? I mean, we're not looking at standings and putting the tiers for that. There's got to be some talent into that too. Like, you know, like who's above these people? For example, Lamelo is just as good as. I mean, I don't even want to throw any names out there, but you know, as uh, who, you could put Lamelo in the C off of talent if his team was good, but his team's trash, so obviously he's lower. Yeah, I agree. I agree. How do you guys feel about John Morant and D. Mitch and A? Are we still confident on both of them? I feel so good with both of them. I still, and a. I still feel really good about that. Okay, uh, Jalen Brunson still B. Feel good. I feel Matthew good Edwards still yeah. B. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And hasn't taken that leap as expected. He's taken a leap, but not as sizable 
as you'd want it to be, or at least a lot of people made it seem like it was going to be. And yeah, another another guy who's making his his reputation and is living off of the first six weeks of the year. <laughs> I bro, I still hear like on podcasts right now when people are talking about like the Timberwolves and their playoffs um, like outlook. Everyone's like, listen, Anthony Edwards, he locked up Jason Tatum, and I was like. My <laughs> That was, was two plays. It was in 25 degrees outside last time that happened. What the <laughs> hell? What are we talking about here? And yeah, he man. fouled out. Like, what? Are you, like, 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 what? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool oh. with all this. I think this is a good list. I yeah, I don't really have any issues. Obviously, there's a lot of them are debatable. People were somebody in the comments are saying Curry and S is hilarious. Again, you're just looking at the standings. You're not doing any critical analysis, any thinking at all. Is Curry worse than last year? Not really. Is the team worse than last year? Duh. He deserves to be high still. Yeah. I agree. What a tier list. What a stream. We hit. This may be a career high in likes. Not 100% not 100% sure, but that was pretty close. Hella donations. Donovan, we got a Dougie. Not a Dougie appearance. Oh, we did actually. And also, you hit the Nene for us. What a stream. Yep. Great stream. And y'all, this is the end of it. We'll see y'all later. Appreciate all y'all. Appreciate the donations. Appreciate y'all staying tuned. If you're 21 plus, you live in Indiana, check out the live show. Come see us at NBA All-Star Weekend. Go check out episode two of the Isaac Gutierrez show. Go check out Mo's shorts. Go check out our new merch. Wearing it right now. Yep. Everything's available. Follow Don. See y'all later. We out. <laughs>